player 2 has joined the game. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode 179 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Show One. How we doing? Pretty, pretty good. And joining us for the first time in a long time, like two and a half years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, whenever Sean's wedding was. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We oh, have God. to. We have to every time. <laughs> Jason, how you doing, man? Uh, not too bad. How you guys doing? Good. Uh, Hanging in there. Yeah. We're not going to go through the whole rigmarole. You know everything, YouTube, Patreon, all that other stuff. Um, we're just doing this kind of as a bonus episode. This uh, should be going up Monday. Hopefully you're watching this. Um, and if you couldn't tell by the title, this is a spoiler cast for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And this is something I'm very excited about. Uh, I beat the game on Friday. Sean and Jason beat it a few days before I did. They're both Final Fantasy veterans. I am the newbie. And we want to all get together and just spoil the hell out of this game. And I'm so excited for it. So one thing I will say, I just said this um, off air for Kevin's benefit, but just FYI, in case anybody's wondering, this will be very much a spoiler cast for the remake. Um, but we're not, other than the one big spoiler, which I think everybody knows now, we're not talking about anything from the original Beyond what's happened in the remake so far. So we're not going to spoil if somehow you don't know anything about the original and don't want to know anything about the original um, until you've played the next uh, I don't know, episodes, whatever they're going to call it of the remake. We're not going to get into that besides the one big thing that I'm sure everybody already knows. So, yeah. And I will say, so last night I did go start final fantasy seven, the regular. Um, and I think I got to the point where I quit last time. And it's just, I still don't know about the whole turn-based thing. I really don't. I kept hitting R3. I was like, just give me a little, I I just want to get through this. I want to see what I can see. And it is funny how quickly you get to going on that second bombing run. I mean, I played for 45 minutes and I'm about to go into the reactor. Whereas I don't think you got to that for like five hours in the remake. Right. So I'm still, I'm playing through it also. And I've been doing pretty much the whole game on, fast mode and i've gotten to the point now where i pretty much just leave um the limit break thing on i'm just like i don't care like i've still never actually beaten uh ruby and emerald which i want to actually try to do this time they're um, such a pain in the butt. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm not looking for, and I'm going to try to do it the right way. I'm not just going to go in with overdrive and infinite health on. I'm going to try to do it the right way, but I'll probably cheat my way till I get to level 99 and whatever. But I do want to try to do that this time. But So I've just been flying through it. Um, I got to the part okay. earlier today. And even just, knowing what's going to happen it still gets to me like i find myself getting a little bit choked up and it's weird like despite the in today's world the just terrible (laughs) graphics and the lack of any voice acting and like i said just knowing exactly what's going to happen and having been through it many times now i'm still just like oh god so it's Man, it's really gonna break me when when we get there 
in the remake. So I, f- I feel like the high res graphics are really going to have that effect on me. And all the, you know, the voice acting and just, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's just going to be torture. rather than like reading it through text. It's just, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And I love, that's probably my favorite part of this. Actually, my favorite part of the game it is actually i've got three favorite parts that they're all tied which is why this is easily my game of the year it's the combat it's the story which i didn't find super confusing except for a few things that we'll get into but then just the actual the the characters and the characterizations and the the voice acting and everything in this is just so freaking well done it's just it's just incredible that they, like I was saying last week on the podcast, they want this death to hurt like hell. And it's going to, because you just, all the time you spend with Aerith, I don't know how much time you spend with her through Midgar in the original game, but you spend so much time with her here and just walking around with her and her and Cloud going back and forth and Cloud finally letting his, uh, his guard down and high-fiving her and all this other stuff. I'm just like, Oh God, this is going to suck so bad. Um, well, yeah, and I think we touched on it a little bit in the last normal episode, um, but the voice acting is perfect. Like I've never, I never saw um, uh, Advent Children. Um, I don't know if any of the other spinoffs had any kind of like Crisis Core. I don't know if they had voice acting. So like I've never did it. See, I've never played it. I never saw Advent Children. I've never heard other than um, like cloud and Sephiroth in um, kingdom hearts. I've never heard like any of these characters speak before. And yet somehow they all sound exactly like I just always pictured them sounding in my head. I don't know. I just think they, they nailed it. I think they, uh, the only one that I don't, (laughs) whose voice didn't sound like what I pictured was Barrett's. Um, and I don't know why, but it just, for whatever reason, his voice just doesn't sound like in my head, didn't sound like it does in the game. Yeah. But after the initial shock of that, it was like, that's perfect. <laughs> like, I don't know why I thought it was anything but that, you know? I guess my one, the one caveat I do have is to me, Red 13, I got over it quick, but I expected Red 13 to sound like this, like, like, college professor and just very like very well spoken and and then once i heard him talk he's just like hey guys yeah i'm red 13 i'm just like it didn't i don't know to me it didn't sound like i would have expected it but and then by the end of it i'm just like yeah whatever that's red 13 oddly enough with red 13 i went i thought the exact opposite i thought he was going to be like the i thought it was going to be more like a more guttural like almost sounds like a dog trying to talk kind of kind of voice rather than like this kind of like the voice of just like, oh, I I can talk very well, even though I can eat your face off, right? Um, yeah. So, I don't know. But I kind of want to hear what Kevin's uh, impressions of the game was before you and I start devolving into yes. like... <laughs> so, so, let me take up from where I was on the last podcast. Uh, so, did Corneo kill Leslie's fiance, I guess? Well, no. Then we find out that they... Well, we don't find out, but they tell him, hey, maybe she's still alive. You can still have hope. Go find her or something, something. Um, right. I think Cloud has gotten so much better as a character as the the game went on. At first, he was just like a little B. And then he got as, as like I was kind of saying with Aerith, as he lets his guard down, it seems like he gets better and better and better as the game goes on. Um, and that continues. I mean, okay. again, in the original, like 
just oh, yeah. throughout the entire thing, he just becomes more and more of like a human being as opposed to just like, yeah, I don't care. Screw the planet. Just just pay me. I'll do whatever. Like he yeah, he continues to get better and better. When you're a much better character by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, see but i want it like you say he gets to be a human being and i want to ask like what the hell is he a human being because i don't i don't know and i'm not even looking at your faces right now i'm looking in the camera so i can't see if you're making anything but like they're they're it seems like they're foreshadowing a lot that either he's he's a clone or something and then there's zach we can get into that uh i don't know what the hell cloud is hojo says something to him about how oh you're not I don't, I don't think he says you're not a soldier, but he says you're not just a soldier or something like that. I was like, what the hell is going on? So I'm playing through the game, I think for like the, I would guess fifth time, fourth or fifth time. And I still have questions. I still don't really know that one's exactly something. what has happened. And I'm to the point now where, so Jason, you've played the original many times. Oh yeah, you know the stuff that happens in medieval when you yeah, have that actually, weird. You know, it's funny. I loaded up my uh, switch yesterday, yesterday afternoon, and guess where I was? Right there, medieval. <laughs> so, so that whole thing—I don't want to say too much—but where you're controlling Tifa, uh huh. That whole part where it kind of explains everything. Yeah. I got through that and I'm still like, so wait a minute. Like, I still just don't feel like I get it. I don't know, but it's there. There's no reason you shouldn't be confused right now. I'll say that. Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of confusing until you've played through it a couple of times and you start realize picking up the bits and pieces of everything and you just realize, yeah, I get what happened. I feel like I every time miss... I play through it, I, I learned something that I didn't know before, or I at least learned something that right. I had forgotten before or something. Cause even this time, I'm like, oh, I get it because blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Uh, oh, all the, when you're climbing up, when you're climbing back up, when you get, uh, when you're going up to get to Shinra, there's so many ladders. All I could think of, of course, was Metal Gear Solid 3. I just had to throw that out. Uh, I love the cutscene at the end of chapter, oh. f- chapter 15 with all the grappling hooks and everybody's kind of being like Batman. I thought that was freaking awesome. What were we gonna that say? Was, that was uh, go ahead, because you're about to get there. So I'll wait and and then I'll ask. The yeah, if if let me guess what you were gonna ask. And yes, I knew that that the well no, because I think I texted you this. When Cloud stands in front of Shinra and it zooms out and you see him there and he grabs the well, it wasn't a Buster Sword by then, but that yeah. just that iconic shot that I've seen so many times in the original game and in the lead up to this with the 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 art you know, the, the different screenshots they put out and everything. I was just like, I didn't get chills, but it was close. Cause I was just like, Holy crap. This is, this is that, this is it. I'm finally experiencing it. And it's just so freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to ask me? Um, when you got to the Shinra building, yes. Did you take the elevator or the stairs? I took the elevator. See, I didn't because I saw the elevator and I'm like, well, I don't want to go that way yet. I'm going to see what's over here. And I wound up in the stairwell and somebody bare, I don't know. Somebody said something that made it sound like, Oh, if I had, it was like, I had skipped a part. Like if I had gone to the elevator 
they would have not been working and they would have said, well, I guess we got to take the stairs. Like they said something to that effect that made it seem like that's what would have happened had I gone to this, to the elevator. So I'm like, got to take the stairs. You literally walk up 59 flights of stairs. You're kidding. And it's, it's, there's a lot of cool like dialogue going on because there's nothing else going. And it's not like you just like hold sprint and you can run. I was going up the stairs. It was probably like three or four minutes, but it felt like 10 or 15 minutes, but it was cool. Like I don't regret it. And cause I was texting Jason at the time and I'm like, Oh my God, these freaking stairs. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like I'm in the Shinra building. He's like, uh, yeah, I just took the elevator. I'm like, what yeah. the? So <laughs> I thought, oh, well, yeah, if really nothing funny. else, when I get to the top, I bet a trophy will pop for having taken the stairs. Nothing. Nothing. I thought at least I would get a trophy out of it. I got nothing. No, and you actually, you actually lose out on some uh, storyline development of Shinra itself a little bit. Really? Going up the stairs. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of minor. You just have like some people that like get in the elevator. They're like, hey – Oh, did you hear about the plate falling? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, it just kind of humanizes Shinra a little bit. Um, yeah. That's about the only thing you miss out on. But, you know, it's funny. The reason why I didn't take the stairs is, um, so a minor spoiler for the rest of the game, but you end up going back to the Shinra building later in the game. Okay. And you have to take the stairs then. Uh, and okay. I remember that, I remembered that because yeah. specifically... And the reason why I'm going to tell you this is because if you don't have Barrett in your party, when you do that, you lose out on his, his ultimate weapon. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, I have to go back here at some point anyway, so I'm just going to take the elevator now. And that's what I did. Yeah. See, what I, fi- I, I was like, I'm going to try, because they, they say something like, you want to take the stairs, you want to take the elevator. And I was like, I feel like if I go up to the elevator, they're going to say, you need a key card or something, it's not going to work. So that's what I, I just, thought was going to happen. That's why I'm like, well, let me go, let me so, go see what's uh, over here. And then it was the stairs, but then they made it sound like, I guess we got to take the stairs. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I guess I can't take the elevator, but oh, well. That's hilarious. No, I didn't even, yeah. Once I got in there, I was like, okay, cool. And then you just have, you have a couple small fights and then you get, like Jason was saying, a couple people get on the elevator. Um, one doesn't even notice you, which is hilarious that there's three people standing there. One guy's got a cannon for an arm. Another guy's got a giant sword and he's just talking on the phone oblivious, which I almost thought that was almost like a commentary on society that you're just talking on the phone. You don't notice people around you. Yeah. Uh, Shinra headquarters is beautiful. A lot of those hallways also, because I have to do this on every podcast and I'm going to do it for a second time. It, the insides of that building kind of reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 1 like it reminded me of going around the inside of shadow moses for some reason i just i liked it i thought it was cool uh i liked going on the tour that was cool yeah that was a a nice touch is that new yeah that's not okay the shinra building in the other one it's like it looks nothing like that everything it looks like a i don't know how to explain it everything's just very well lit and bright like light colors as opposed to this one where everything's like dark and like shiny and like, I don't know. It just, it looks way more like it should in this game. Um, did Hojo, uh, I'm just going through all the notes I was taking when I was playing this. Does Hojo want Aerith and Sephiroth to have a kid? I wrote down. They definitely made it seem that way in the, in the, okay. uh, in the, in this one. I don't remember that being in the original, but then again, so, 
in the original one, it's even more messed up because I kept waiting for it here and then they never really did it or at least it wasn't as um, obvious. But in the original, they almost flat out say that they're trying to breed Aerith with Red 13 what the hell oh yes you're and right they don't really that. and that's why they had them in like again i don't even remember what happened in, in the new one because i just played the old one but in the old one they've got them in the same container thing right um but i think they were in separate ones in this yeah. one so i don't know if they're like that's a bit much let's not yeah that's go that way that, in the that's towing the line right there yeah yeah in this one they're in separate ones i think when barith barith wow <laughs> <laughs> When Barrett breaks out Aerith, something happens or something blows up that then opens up Red 13's chamber. And that's when okay. he jumps out and it's like, I'm going to go eat Hojo. Yeah. Right. And um, his mind's all screwed up. So she doesn't like, she like heals his mind or whatever. Yeah. That, again, another moment where Aerith is just awesome. And she's like, no, it's okay. Little oh. kitty cat rat dog thing, whatever you are. <laughs> oh, what, what was the phrase they used? Like cat, I'm a cat. Lab rat. Oh, dog. Lab, lab rat dog. That's what it was. <laughs> I wrote it down. Is that what? Oh, where is it now? I don't yeah, see it. lab rat dog. I think. I laughed yeah. so hard when he when they said that, and that and that one fight scene was like, "I'm a soldier. Yeah. I'm Ooh, flower girl. Lab rat dog. <laughs> lab rat dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do I have here? Um. Chapter 17 kind of dragged on a little bit when you're going through Shinra, when you've got to go through each of like the three sections. I mean, they were fun fights, but it was just like, how many times am I going to do this and not be able to get to Hojo? Just like, I'm like, that was the only part of the game. And there's other parts where you're like walking with Aerith that it does kind of drag a little bit. You can mm -hmm. tell there's filler, but I thought that was my only gripe about that penultimate chapter was it just felt like there was like one of one too many of those sections or something but i don't know what that you was feel. that was all new that was not okay. in the original yeah once once they got done with that um the cycle chase thing where the um clouds on the bike and you're trying to kill shit with the sword yep. um after that it just kind of went like oh now i'm on the world map i can walk around or do whatever in the original um and this it was just like i got to that point and i'm like oh look a place where I can sit, a place where I can get items, and a place where I can sit down. Yeah. Like this is not gonna great. Yeah, they added a lot. They definitely added a lot to this one. But I that get was like, like two hours. That was another two hours after that point. It added me. a lot. Yeah. So it was the only place that made sense to end this game was where they ended it when you leave right. Midgar. However, in the original, that doesn't really. It's, it's not, not a lot. It's not a the story. The whole motorcycle thing was kind of epic in the original. Yeah, um, especially given the technology at the time. Right, but it's not a good way to. That would not be a good way to just end the game. So I, I get why they did it. They added a lot at the end, and they just made the Shinra building just way more uh, immersive. And there's well, yeah, a lot more going on there. Th they made it a lot more immersive, but they also made it a lot less there. If that makes any sense. So, like, if you remember in the original, like, cause you obviously just, you said you just played it. Like, you yeah. have to go up there and, like, you have to, like, move all the doors around or, like, and or unlock all the key, yeah. keypads or whatever it was. And you have to get all the items. Or you or if you want to, you can go get all the items. Right. It, that wasn't in this one. Right? Yeah, and what was cool, I thought they were going to redo it, and they didn't. But they show you, at some point, you get to, like, the big um, Midgar model. Uh-huh. 
And then they're just like, oh, that's Midgar, one thirty thousandth the size or whatever they said. In the original, it's not a huge thing, but like that's an entire floor with that model in the middle. And you need, there's like missing pieces of it and you need to go oh, and yeah. find the missing pieces of it and put it back together. And they just hmm. skipped all that in that and in, in the new one. But I thought it was cool. It was a nice homage back to the original. There was, there was a lot of that in this game. Oh yeah. Like it was great. Yeah. Well, like all the, all the cutscenes in this game are phenomenal. They're, they're oh, so yeah. well done. They're, they're hype AF um like when when cloud jumps at sephiroth in chapter 17 before he cuts the the walkway the bridge thing or whatever like i i think i stood up out of my chair because i was like oh my god if this is finally gonna happen and then it just he just wrecked cloud and i was like oh crap but i'm like i know i'm gonna get to fight him at some point but that was awesome and uh, i just i freaking love this game um what what is going on Oh, I wanted to ask you something. Okay. Because you texted me, and I think I misunderstood. I either misunderstood what you were asking, or I maybe wasn't sure where in the game you were at. I'm not going to try to find it. But you texted me something along the lines of, what's up with the cat? Or what's the deal with the cat? Yeah. What's the deal with what cat? So what? Are you talking about when the plate fell? Yeah, and the cat and Tifa like says, "Oh, thank you" to the cat, and it's like, like literally a cat, a little cat, oh, look uh, like witch's cat, witch's like cat. cat yeah, think. yeah. Okay, so that's what I thought you were talking about. That's that's all new too. Like okay. so, they also I think it was when the plate fell. They showed something big happens. I think it was when the plate fell. They show another cat that didn't really look like a cat. It was like a it didn't look like a real life cat. It looked like a. Anyway, Jason, it was. I'm guessing what it was supposed to be is Kate Sith. Although what I heard oh, in a video, yes. so they Kate... pronounce it. I've only heard this on one video. I think it's somebody just trying to be over the top. They were pronouncing Kate Sith, which is how it looks like it should be pronounced as cat. She like S H E cat. She, which doesn't even make sense. I'm not but surprised anyway, by that, but. Yeah, so like you're talking about like the scene where like the plate's like falling and you see away, you see like then, this thing run out to the edge of it and just kind of go like this, right? Yeah, and he's just that like, is Kate uh, Sith. Okay, that's what I thought, that and then Kate they Sith. were just like, okay, moving on. So that, after you texted that, I'm like, oh wait, maybe that's what he was talking about. But maybe you didn't even know. You probably no, would have I seen it even... and not thought anything of it. But right. as soon as I, I saw him, like so much, he's he sucks. I wouldn't be. I kind of hope he's not even. I mean, he needs to be there for some parts, but. I kind of just wish he wouldn't even be in the remake, but whatever. Yeah, he kind of has to be, unfortunately, based on how the yeah. story unfolds. But I like the um, the 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 boss fight up top of Shinra between. Oh yeah. Okay. So wait, before we get to that, so we get to the top. The President Shinra is hanging off the building. Barrett saves him. The whole time he's letting this guy walk away when he's yelling at him, I'm like, he's going to try to kill you. He's going to hit an alarm or something. And then sure enough, he grabs a gun. But it's just, it's so funny. I know it's a video game, but I'm like, he's pointing a gun at you. Okay. You've been getting shot 15,000 times in this game. And then you just, it only takes away like 15 HP each time. But now this one bullet is going to kill you or something. I didn't, I thought that was just funny. So I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but like one of the things that it, it picked up on me is it was a golden gun, right? Yes. So have you ever, you ever played Goldeneye? 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, one of the things with that is the golden gun is one-shot kill. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. So I, I That's how I interpret it. That just might be me, but I thought I, that's how I interpreted that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. But So then he doesn't get to shoot Barrett because Sephiroth stabs him and does kill him, then stabs Barrett but the whispers end up saving Barrett because he was not supposed to <clears throat> die then. Yep. Okay. So then we go from there to the, but then, oh yeah, you've got that boss fight first, the boss fight against Genova. That was when you fight Genova, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so confused. First yeah. off, I don't understand. You should be. Sephiroth. Geno- the, the whole Genova thing gets, they kind of explain it later on in the game, but it's very, very confusing. It's like yeah, Mother Earth or something. It'll just it'll be there throughout the rest of the story, and just, it'll yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually they'll explain it. Um, okay. I forget what the expl- explicit part of it is. It's just like technically, it's Sephiroth's mother, right? <laughs> um, and Cloud calls her mother too at that one point before he passes it's out. It's a whole weird thing. That's yeah. the whole Cloud weirdness thing going on. Okay, there. yeah. So what I don't get, so can Sephiroth, he can just teleport or something? Like what, where this guy just appears literally out of nowhere. I know the feather thing shows he's coming or he just left or something, but like he can just, and maybe I'm not supposed to understand this at this point, he can just show up anywhere out of nowhere. And then before that boss fight, it's almost like I thought Sephiroth was turning into genova or something and like i don't i don't know where the genova fight even came from i don't think i was drinking when i was playing it that night but i don't know how that even <laughs> but they like, do that in the original too like there okay. are I'm trying to think so, of what to compare it to so like in the original what happens is you see like sephiroth do something and then like throw a piece of something right and then yeah. boss fight. and then all of a sudden you're in the boss fight and it's against genova like it's right just, so it's weird they don't really like oh okay. here comes genova it's like oh sephiroth and then all of a sudden it's like He's not, and then you're in a fight with Genova. Yeah, he's not it, just like Genova. I summon thee right, or exactly. something. Well, like it's that. kind. It's kind of like he's like if you in the original is like he like drops something or throws something. It's almost like he's throwing a pokeball and Genova comes out. <laughs> right, exactly. but it's like you know it. It happens throughout the rest of the game. Too. Yeah. Okay. Like, all right. I don't feel so bad then. Um, at least a couple I, of times. So. I like that boss fight. I like that you had to kill all the tentacles first and everything. That one was kind of long too. Um, that was a long fight. When did you fight? Now I can't remember. I think I skipped over it. When do you fight the crazy when it's, it's just Barrett? Who was it? It was Barrett and Aerith, I think, right? Fighting the giant robot. The it's, after you, it's after you fight. Well, after Cloud fights Rufus. So he stays. Okay, that's right. So I think they're meant to be going on essentially simultaneously. That's how how it is in the original. Yeah, so you do the Cloud fight. And then while they're all trying to escape, yeah, they run into into that thing. Okay, so let's do the Rufus fight first. I love that boss fight. At first I was like, I I can't hit this freaking guy. And then I was finally like, "Uh, maybe it's the dog. So then I just focused on the dog. That, That thing was huge, by the way. So I focus on that. I killed that. And then it was all about like, how did I, I really just had to get my ATB gauge up. Cause it's like, if you just try to attack him, it's like, he would just quick dodge, go behind you and shoot you in the back of the head. It was all for me. Like I would have to run around, try to dodge him until I could get my ATB up. And then I'd hit him with a Faraga, I think. 
and that would at least stun him to where I could get up there. I never got him staggered, I don't think. Maybe at the very end of the fight. I can't remember. I never staggered him. but I had issues hitting him. Once I get towards the end of the fight, I couldn't hit him, and I basically just went into Punisher mode and just blocked and just yeah, waited yeah. for him to hit me with something that would allow me to counterattack, and then I you know, hit him with a combo, and I had to do that a few times just to finish it. That was like the only way I could realistically get any hits in on him. Yeah, I, I would let him do his thing and then try and dodge it and hit triple slash because yeah. you, that, you fly in from where, like way across the thing, so I was just using that all the time. That's, that's the ability I ended up for like the last, I don't even know, 10 hours of the game I was just using triple slash all the time because oh, even if I was yeah just fighting one boss, I'm like, well, I'll I'll hit him three times. Like it was it was so like I didn't ever use brave or I didn't use anything else. Once I got that, I was like, there's no point in me trying to level up anything else. I know I'm not going to get the platinum in this game. I love the triple slash. I'm just going to keep triple slashing. They yeah. nerfed uh, braver. Braver, like quite that's a your bit. first. Well, that's your I first limit your break. Second, it's your second limit break. No, it's the first. Oh, no, it is no, the first. It's the first. It is the first one. Yeah, the cross, cross slash, slash is the second, second one. Yeah. So yeah, it's not even a limit in this. Um, did you it's, ever? Did you even use blade beam? Like that's a limit break in the first one. Uh, it's not. It's not. Abilities. It's not blade beam in this one. It's something else. It's blade uh, something. But yeah, it's, I thought it was called blade beam. But it was, I guess it's meant to be the same thing. It's the exact same thing. But it's yeah. like I use that a lot because that was another one that was like, so trip. The biggest thing I had a problem with in that game was actually Cloud's abilities because Cloud, like they hit like a truck, but like Braver took forever to go off. Like you'd and sit it's there, so and he, easy to just get canceled out of it if they touch right, you. And... Right. So like tr- triple slash doesn't get canceled as easily. So I use that all the time. I yeah. almost had more fun. I didn't realize it until the end of the game, but playing as Tifa. Yeah, I, I did know. too. Like towards I did the end, too. I just started switching to her for some of the fights, and she's so quick, like she's super fast. Yeah, and I love her. Her the only ability I really used with her was just the uh, I think it was just the overcharge, um, yeah. and then I'd hit the like the super <laughs> super sure you can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked fighting as her. I still I couldn't use Aerith except for Aerith came in to so well let's get to that then so in the arsenal boss fight it's just barrett and Aerith. it's barrett mm-hmm. as i coined it um <laughs> i like that one i had so this was the longest boss fight like i think this took, took me longer than sephiroth yeah this took me like 25 minutes i think and i was like i'm doing like one or two damage every time i shoot this thing i finally try i was like okay so i got to take out these uh the the drone things or whatever take them out but then when you get there's one left and it's behind Arsenal. So what I ended up doing was I had Aerith on one side, Barrett on the other, and whoever he would turn around and focus, I would switch to the other one. If it was Aerith, I'd just start doing magic, magic, magic. If it was Barrett, I would hopefully had an overcharge and I'd, I'd let it go. And then I'd, I think I ended up using Barrett's limit break on the last drone just to freaking get rid of the stupid thing. But then it's got the one hit kills. Like I was telling Sean, I think I went through like 10 or 12 mega potions, five, six, seven Phoenix downs in that fight. Like I was like, I don't know. It, it got to the point where I was like, I could screw this up and have them both die like bang, bang. Like if I'm not behind a pillar when that one hit kill laser thing comes out, I'm screwed. And yeah, that got me a few times. Yeah, I was I was so happy when I finally beat it because yeah, it took like twenty to twenty five minutes. It was fun, but I was like, I don't know that I can beat this guy. I just I'm not doing any damage. It's just man. And then when so, you get the fire on both sides and stuff, I was like, now I'm scared to death because he's mm-hmm. gonna one hit laser me and then I'm gonna have to start from the beginning. 
but I killed him just in time. And it was, uh, it was crazy. So on that one, it took me a while to figure out, but there was like, when he like went to charge up an attack, you could hit him in the blaster. And that does a lot of damage. I kept seeing that pop uh, up, but it's like, I yeah. could never, it, it, it said weak f- point or something, but yeah, I could exactly. never get Barrett to like, actually, I'm like freaking Barrett, shoot the weak point. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. So basically you just have to target it and like cycle through it real quick. And I okay. usually stored up his, uh, I forget what the name of the ability is, but it's his two power um, special that you okay. hit. Oh, the that takes two ATVs. maximum fury or whatever. Yeah. Versus, and yeah. that would just do a lot of damage to him. Yeah. Um, so if, yeah, eventually that one took me a minute to realize that that was how you killed that guy. You you take out the drones and you keep hit, hitting them in the the cannon whenever it goes off, and that makes it a lot easier. I think mine was fifteen minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes when I fought it. Yeah, well, mine took a while. I, I didn't even realize you could do that. I remember seeing the weak point pop up sometimes, but yeah, I had the same issue where I couldn't yeah. get them to <clears throat> target it. But yeah, it, it took some it took some practice after a while. Eventually, I got it, but it was like eventually I would just like charge up his double atb and just sit there and wait for him to like go do it and then try and target as quickly as i could right so then we get out and we do the cool motorcycle chase you fight the big robot thing i was telling sean i thought roach was going to show back up or roche however you say i thought that too i thought i thought they were going to change that and add that but he did yeah so is that in the original game the the motorcycle with the the motorcycle yeah yeah Okay. So like after so after Cloud comes down and he does the whole spinny thing with the motorcycle and starts taking people out with the motorcycle, from that point on is right out of the first game. That's awesome. The only difference is the, that the robot thing you fight at the end of the motorcycle scene. You fight him. That's just that's in the original, but it's like a normal. It's just a normal I mean, battle. You can't. You can't. There'd be no way to fight him on a motorcycle in the original. <laughs> right. So like in the original, like. You get to the end of the highway, you fight that, and then, and then leave Midgar. So that's like the end of that whole part in the first one. Okay. Yeah, so, it'd be weird to just end this game with just another like robot fight thing. So. so another question I have, and it might be one of those where you're like, it'll make sense eventually. The the whispers, first off, I can't remember, Sean, if you said these things, they were in the original or they weren't? They were not. They were not. Okay. So nobody knows what the hell it means that all the whispers are surrounding Shinra. Like, are no. they trying to protect Shinra or something? Like, I just that that I did not understand. So I stumbled across, um, like, one of those people who are trying to explain the the ending to games. You know, one of those people. Yeah. And the whispers are very interesting. The minute I read what he said, it made perfect sense. Um, I don't know if you want to come back to that after we finish out the rest of the game. Okay. So I've got a bunch. This is the type of stuff I was telling you, Kevin. Your don't mind watch any stuff. videos because okay. I want to blow your mind with some of this stuff. And it kind of relates to that. So. All right. So let's let's get through the end of this then because I I cannot. I've, I've, I've got questions. Um, I love when Aerith said to Sephiroth, I wrote down here, I don't know if I got all the quotes right, but she said, and you, you're wrong everything about you is wrong i was like i just i love earth please just don't (laughs) kill her let's change that you're changing (laughs) other stuff just don't kill her um barrett says daddy's coming home soon my (laughs) lord i love that i wrote down wtf is happening in this final area so that so everything after the robot on the highway was new like yes those three the fight against the three things where you're just like in Uh uh-huh that's all new okay were were those things whatever they are are they in the original game at all so 
when they when they muse to get uh, muse when they fuse together and form some sort of Bahamut, I don't remember which which one there was. In the original, there's three different Bahamut materials. There's Neo, Giga, and just base Bahamut. It's a um, uh, Bahamut, Neo Bahamut, and Bahamut Zero. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and I, so I think it's supposed to be one of those guys that you you're you're fighting then. But other than that, none none of it is uh, none of that is from the first game. Okay. Um, there was a scene when I was getting near the end of the fight against those things, <clears throat> where I think I saw a split second look at Aerith's death, but I'm not sure. I just I remember yep. there was like a, there was water, and I know that clouds and water holding her. And you see a happens. ball material drop. Yes, yes. yes I'm that's, like, that's oh, <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Um, okay, yep, well that sucks. Uh, Aerith, I wrote down here. Aerith getting involved in saving Cloud. She just keeps being the best character ever. Um, once you beat, so then you get to the Sephiroth fight. So Sephiroth is not. You don't fight him until much later in the original game, from what I understand, correct? You, you don't do... fight him. It's like the end of the game, really. He's, right? the, he's the final boss. Yeah. There's like, like, like I said, there's the Genova fights and stuff, but you don't fight him until like the final boss. Okay. Yeah. There's not even, there's not even like this weird thing where you fight a p- part of him and he runs away. Like you do not fight Sephiroth right. until the end of the game. That's crazy. Okay. I loved the fight against Sephiroth. I loved when. And again, I've, I've only played the original for 45 minutes, but I know certain music tracks. And when One Winged Angel came on, like I stopped, I paused and I texted Sean. I was like, oh my God, One Winged Angel. This is freaking awesome. I can't believe this is happening. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say winged or winged. I don't know how that's pronounced, but um, it's winged. The, whole, the whole fight was awesome. There's like, well, you beat him and then there's a vision. He says, I will not end. Neither will you. The whole cutscene. There, he says something about seven seconds until the end. What will you do with it? Rufus is the president now. Hojo seems way too happy with everything that happened. And then I write, who the F is Zach? Um, then Zach is carrying Cloud, and I guess Aerith can see it. I'm just – so that's pretty much the end of the game. Is there anything you guys want to add? What, like, what did you think about the Sephiroth fight and all that? And then I want my mind to be blown. Um, okay so i hated the entire sequence up to the sephiroth fight hated it like like it was probably the the like the biggest letdown for me was the fact that they felt the need to add this really long kingdom Hearts style boss fight i saw that on twitter before i got to the end of the game i stumbled across somebody tweeting like Oh, I can't those... believe they screwed up the end of this game and turned it into Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, no, no, no I don't want to read this. I don't want to read this. And then when but I got so to that fight, I'm like, okay, that's what they're against talking about. the Bahamuts or whatever they are. The yeah, those things. Okay. okay yeah, it's like, um, other the Sephiroth portion of it, it was like, okay, this this I like. Yeah. Um, but up to that, in between when you you get off the highway to that, like I hated it. Yeah. Um. But. I can see why they did it because they felt like they needed to add a final boss sequence to a full featured game. Cause I think I had almost 30 hours in that game by the time I beat it. Yeah. I was, um, I was right under 29, but I, I got to the point where I just started skipping all the side quests. Cause I, I read somewhere that I screwed up and you have to, I, I didn't get the elemental material materia way back when you're doing the, the sunlight things or whatever. And then I read the only way you can, 
get one is if you do every side quest. So I was like, well, crap, I've already skipped a couple side quests, so I'm just not doing any more. I want to get to the end of this game and see what happens. Yeah. yeah, after I think the first set of side quests, like I forget which chapter that was in, like where you're in, um, you're still in Sector 7. Yeah. Um, I did all the side quests there. And then once we got to Wall Market, I stopped doing them. I stopped doing them, basically. I, I did some of them, but apparently there's a bunch of battle scenes. Um, the Coliseum, if you did that, gave you um, weapons for Cloud and Aerith. Hmm. Um, you basically one of them you had to solo it as Aerith, I believe. Oh god. Like, yeah. So um I didn't do those, but um I stopped doing all the side quests at that point. I did do some of the um the summons. I did get um because you don't start off with you uh you only start off with Ifrit. I think throughout the storyline that's the only one you can get without doing any of the the unless you pre-ordered and got the, the ones for pre-ordering. Right. Um, there's one, there's another one you can get around the same point where you miss that elemental. There's another summon okay. you can get um, in that part where you're turning off the, the sun yeah. light things. It was like fat Chocobo or <laughs> Chocomog. Or That's Chocomog. That's Chocomog. Chocomog. Okay. Right. I forgot about that, but I got Shiva and Leviathan and fat Chocobo. Yeah. Um, after that, I, I just didn't finish all the side quests to get the rest of them. But apparently that's the way you can get Bahamut. Oh, I didn't even know Bahamut was in it. Besides yeah. fighting him. You had to basically do all of Chansey's or Chauncey's, whatever the heck his name is. Uh, um, you had to do all of, the, all of the battle intel. And that unlocks either Bahamut or the guy before Bahamut. And then you just use the rest of them. I actually looked, I actually looked out and Ifrit's procced while I was fighting Shiva. Which uh, was fun. <laughs> Like, and she just melts. It's great. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Then I had Shiva through the rest of the game at that point. Yeah. I, uh, so in general, I liked it. Um, I didn't mind that fight, but I get people's complaints about it because it seemed a little, I mean, it seemed very out of place because it wasn't in the original. It is very kingdom hearts esque. Um, I loved the Sephiroth fight. Um, any kind, anytime where you have like a game like this, and it's just like a one-on-one sword. So it kind of reminded me of like the end of um, Twilight. Twilight. Princess. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Like Link and Ganondorf kind of thing. I'm like, I love this. I as out of not really that it felt out of place, but just being different from the original. I still loved it. Part of me is like, I don't want to fight Sephiroth yet. I have no business even being able to hang with him at this point. Like, he's supposed to be just untouchable. But yet, you fight him here and you win. I don't know. So, from an overall story kind of thing, I I don't know. I can think my way into not liking it. But yeah. in general, I loved it. It was still awesome. I, I was kind of the same way as that. You know, once it got to the point where it was like, okay, I'm out of this stupid Kingdom Hearts boss, boss rust thing that they had going on. Now I'm fighting Sephiroth. I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to be fighting him yet because you don't really, if I mean, he's not exactly the hardest boss to beat in the original, but only because of like what happens in the storyline, you get so powered up that it's pretty easy usually to beat him. Yeah. Um, and this is just like, I found that to be the appropriate level of difficult given the fact that there's 
uh, it starts off with you and Cloud, but then Aerith and Barrett come in, if memory serves. Yeah. Um, uh, Aerith and Tifa, I think. Oh, wait, does Barrett show up? I don't know. I think I, I had just Aerith and Tifa. Well, yeah, maybe now it depends I on who's in your party or something. But yeah, I think it was Aerith and Tifa. I think I think for me it was Aerith. Uh, I think it was Barrett and Aerith for me. Barrett. Barrett, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, overall, I love the game too. Um, my biggest con- my biggest problem is actually the battle system. Um, I hated the fact that your party members did not generate their ATB gauges fast enough, yeah, unless they, you were controlling it, them or yeah. had haste on them. Yeah, I wish in general I liked it, but I wish I think my biggest thing is I don't think using items should be dependent on the ATB. I would agree. Uh, with I can that. understand I mean, your skills or whatever you want to yeah. call them, uh, or your ability. I don't know how they refer to them and magic. I get that, but I feel like items should just be yeah, you can use items whenever you want. Um, right i mean that's but, i mean the original game was based on that too is like atv was how you right you can do anything so. until it was your turn but i don't know see i liked it because i've like i've said a million times i've never been the turn-based guy so i liked it but i did also as i was playing this i was like if i'm not controlling somebody they're just they're like, worthless they're yeah. just half-assing it yeah it's yeah. like what, what would you guys like do something please yeah. um so yeah i remember i, I agree with that I remember at one point I'm sitting there controlling Aerith trying to build up her ATB gauge so that I could res, I think, Tifa. And Cloud's just standing there blocking with a sword. And I'm like, <laughs> really? You're like, really? Cloud, come on, man. It's like, go smash him, please. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't use any of their, their uh, ATB gauges, which is nice because that, it's nice that you can control that. But, you know, it kind of got annoying. Like some of them, like some of the party members, like, their ATV gauge is like I think Cloud's actually charged up the slowest out of all of them. Yeah, um, anytime I would switch to Tifa, I would just run up to somebody and be like, like boom, 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 and it's like, boom, 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 and I got like the whole <laughs> thing full. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, and or Aerith, you just like you, you hit something six times with the, her like magic attack, and it's just okay, full. Barrett, you just hold down the yeah. his shoot button, and you're full. Yeah. And Cloud is just like, okay, let me attack 17 times, and eventually yeah. I'll get an ATV gauge. I think this, I think they did that to kind of balance it because Cloud's uh, attacks are so strong. Like his Cloud's, I, I believe Cloud's abilities are the strongest, but I think Tifa does more damage. Yeah, because of how slow his charge. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I like what they were going for. For the most part, I like the battle system. It could definitely be tweaked going forward, but it's a nice blend of. You can't make that game turn-based, like purely no. turn-based. It just doesn't work. So I get, I appreciate what they're going for. I think it works pretty well. But yeah, there's some things that I think could be changed. Yeah, I don't like the uh, uh, one. The other thing I didn't like about the battle system was how easy it was to get interrupted sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it was so <laughs> annoying. Like and, and so how hard it was to interrupt something else. Yeah. Was, well, there would be times where I would do, I'd be doing like a, a limit break. And I would hit X or whatever to like have him do it, and then poof, I'd get hit with something. Right, and the limit like, break's gone. Knock me back, 
and you still do the limit break, but by that point, the enemy's like run away and I, and I miss and I don't hit anybody with that. I'm like, well, that was all a waste. That was like the most frustrating thing is when I would do a limit break and then somebody would dash away or towards the end when you're fighting those like things that come up, like the whack-a-mole things. Yeah. I hated those things so much. I'd be like limit break. And by the time he does his pose and goes, and then they go, what? and they pop up over here. I'm like, you son of a damn it. I hate these things. Yeah. So I, I never actually had a problem with with cross slash at all. Like it seems like th- that you could hit that from across the room and it would still damage them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the one that always screwed with me was somersault with Tifa. That's the one that I always yeah. missed with. That, yeah, it has no range. So the ending and everything. Does anything in the ending make sense for the final game? And Sean, you can start to blow my mind and stuff now. Um, like is is you talking the cutscene, the final cutscene? Yeah, because I I don't even know how it can make sense because you don't even fight Sephiroth. Yeah, well, there's there. nothing really. It's just like it's it's still kind of you know I make fun of the first one where you literally just okay, well let's go ahead and leave Midgar. Right. It's basically that same thing except they put some dialogue to it. It's like okay, well we're out here now. Who knows what's gonna happen now? Let's yeah. go. But like. The weirdest thing to me is the fact that they're throwing Zach in already. Um, that's pretty late in the game in the original. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's pretty yeah, late it's... before you see him, and it's very late before any of it is explained and makes sense. Um, so th- that actually happens like very, very towards the end of disc two, like the whole Medela area. Right. Yeah. Um, so what I really like about I like about that is that it's enticing. It's like, who is Zach? What is he doing? Why is he, why is he carrying the sword that's that cloud uses? What is going on there? And wearing his clothes, except he's got two shoulder <laughs> pads instead two, of one. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what, what mm-hmm. the hell is going on? Yep. So the, the explanation for that is actually, I don't know how much is going to be covered in the, the subsequent games for this, but that's actually covered in the, um, the P, uh, PSP game. The Crisis Core? With, yeah, it was Crisis Core. I couldn't remember yeah. the name of it. Okay. Um, that was actually the whole, like, the yeah, ending of Crisis Zach Core that is game. that. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Okay. So yeah, so basically, so it fills in it fills in the gaps of, like, why is why does Cloud, like, have these, like, weird things where he just, like, his mind goes kaputs for a few seconds at a time. Yeah, like, it's like, it, it's like it, it, there's a glitch in the Matrix or something is the only thing right. I could explain it. But and, is, it, yeah. is that because there's two clouds and he's seeing visions from no. Zach or something? Okay. I feel like so, I need to, like, just look up all the cutscenes from Crisis Core or something. I don't even know. I know you're Zach in the game, but I don't really know anything about what is i don't know what happens in it but um it's basically zach from mount nibel what happens then okay through the beginning of the of final fantasy 7 oh wow okay so it like kind of like sets it up like cloud in final fantasy 7 cloud comes out and he's this unstoppable badass right that's just that's what he's supposed to be yeah and then you start getting into like why is his mind going and doing the stuff that he is like that through that, like crisis core. I've never played it, but I've looked up the storyline like a couple of times because I wanted, I've wanted to play that game so bad. Yeah. Um, but I've just never had a PSP. Yeah. Um, so but, cloud has these visions and stuff in the original game too. He, the, yeah, ish. 
ish. Okay. They're they're similar, but like he'll like there'll be like a the easy way to explain it is like the screen goes dee. Right. And, and like a text box will pop up. Like he's hearing voices, but a lot of it okay. and this is so much more visual and you see these like flashes of everything. And that one it's like, yeah, the screen kind of like shakes and like text will appear and right. like stuff like that. So the whole like um hallucinating Sephiroth thing. I don't remember that in the original. Um, I, it's more of like, it's more just voices and stuff like that. He like, there's a couple of times where I think like he hallucinates Sephiroth, but it's like to lead him down a path or whatever. Um, that doesn't really happen as much in this game, but like in the original, like that doesn't happen that often yeah. like, at all. Like I think it happened maybe once that I can remember. See, I, I started wondering if, like, the visions of Sephiroth earlier in the game, I was like, well, now that I know this dude can just, like, teleport and appear anywhere, I was like, maybe those weren't visions. Maybe he was there, but Sean said no. He's pretty sure those were just visions. I think they're supposed to be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, as the game goes on, as you get closer and closer to the end, that line gets kind of blurred, and I'm like, is he really there? Is yeah. This another vision? And I don't know when. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect the deaths. I didn't expect, but I guess Biggs lives. In the original game, I guess Sean said Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse all die. I think one of them actually falls off the tower. I don't remember which one. Oh it's my God. Wedge. Except Wedge, Wedge which he kind of yeah. did in this one too, but he lives. But he survives. But, okay. Yeah. It's like a bumble. He bounces. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if Jesse really is dead. Um, well, they don't show her. So I'm yeah, assuming she's like she is because they showed us Biggs. I'm, I'm i guess we're supposed to assume wedge is dead they never even there's like yeah jesse's dead they didn't even yeah show her barely even mention her again but yeah who knows i do like what they did like they fleshed out her character quite actually they fleshed out all three of them a lot more which was yeah. nice yeah and the first one when they all die it's like oh but it's like you, oh you didn't really have a chance to get too attached that yeah exactly you didn't i mean I mean, Kevin, you are aware that Biggs and Wedge is a reoccurring uh, gag in all the Final Fantasy games, right? Yeah, there's characters named Biggs and Wedge. And no. I, 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 I would knew. say all of them, but almost all of them. I heard somebody so, say, I think it was on GameScoop today, that they said it was a, it was just, they understood it as a Star Wars reference. That's where the names came from, but they okay. show up in... I want to say going back all or almost all of the modern Final Fantasy games. I want to say it goes back all the way to like Final Fantasy three. Really? Um, Sid is in every single one of them. Yeah. Sid is like a pirate. I think he's the pirate ship guy in Final Fantasy one or something like that. Yeah. But there's like, there's three characters that are in every single Final Fantasy game that at least going forward is Biggs, Biggs, Wedge and Sid. I had no, no, I had no idea about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, so like in in this game, spoiler or whatever, you play as Sid down the road. Um, yeah, he, I think it's the only one where you play as him. It he's is awesome. He is I, can't wait, I can't wait to eat. He is my seven. favorite character huh. in this game. Like he is like bar none. He is like I use him almost every playthrough because he's hilarious. I'm curious to see because I want to see how they do it though. Who's the uh, Emmett? Uh, what the what's his name the guy like the drill sergeant guy from um arlie emery yeah that guy from full metal jacket yeah that's how i always that's how i hear sid's voice in my head that's how anytime i read what he's saying i'm picturing that dude saying in my head so i'm curious to see 
if that's how he ends up sounding in this game. I, I, I picture it more of like generic, like Marine yelling, but yes, yeah. I, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the picture I showed you guys of like my eight bit or my like iron on figurines oh. that I have. One of them is Sid. One, obviously one of them is red 13, but the other one's Sid. Yeah. So that's, that's the party I usually pick, um, which is kind of infuriating when they, when they wouldn't let you play as red 13. Yeah. Um, but I, I understand shocked. why they did it. I kind it. of thought – I figured they wouldn't introduce him as, huh. like, anything more than a cutscene in this game because I'm like, you probably won't see him till the very end, so it wouldn't make sense for yeah. you to be able to play as him. But then it's like, but, well, you can't play as him, but he'll play with you, and I wasn't even expecting that. So, right. I, I mean, that was cool. Yeah, his backstory is actually really cool. I, really, yeah. I, I think he's got, I think, the best backstory out of all of them. Yeah, he's got a, a cool story arc. Lab rat dog. <laughs> Lab rat dog. <laughs> he just dead pants it. <laughs> Lab rat dog. Oh, God. Okay, so Sean, uh, so the whispers weren't in it. I know you guys want to talk about that. Start telling me about, because I think I've covered all the, the big questions I had. Um, what 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 have you been hearing that people have been saying? What do you think is going on in this game? All that fun stuff. So I think a lot of this may, a lot of it makes sense. A lot of it is also a little bit out there and may just be crazy like fan theories, but like it's all, it all seems plausible, okay. but um, I got a bunch of notes here. But so first of all, I think, I mean, this is part of the theory, but it's also like, oh, I, I don't know. Well, I'll get into that later. The whispers. Um, mm-hmm. Keep talking. They talk the um arbiters of fate or whatever and they're trying to make sure that the original course of destiny is not altered or whatever what i keep hearing is that is they're talking about the original game and so and what that means is with them now dead nothing from the original is guaranteed to happen anymore holy crap to include Aerith. No now way. I don't know. Now I so Oh, they did go where, did they go away when we beat the Bahamut Bahama Mamo, whatever it was? Bahamut. But yeah, uh so yeah, they went away when you beat when right before you fought Sephiroth. Oh yeah, okay. Um but yeah, that's exactly what I heard too, Sean. But I highly doubt that they're not gonna have the Aerith thing in there. So I feel like it's probably but just because everybody now. already knows or at least thinks it's going to happen. I f- feel like it may just be them kind of like teasing it almost or trying to give us a reason to think it may not happen i do still think it will but i don't know uh but so for example so they so barrett obviously he doesn't die in the original so it's like he dies in this one and then they're like "Uh uh-uh they bring him back to life because holy crap supposed to happen um when you meet (laughs) that's so freaking cool when you meet Aerith in the church and she falls from one of the the Uh things they catch her and pick her back up they're like no you you don't die yet what is this um so i think the game just in general is like oh my god so and then when cloud wait a minute so cloud was going into that room See, I'm trying After to think of vision. other times where. Well, there was that time Cloud was going to go into a room when he's when that's when I texted you and I was like, "Oh my god!" When when he saw like the bodies in the chambers or something, and then they grabbed him and pushed him out. So are they saying, "No, you can't know where you come from this early in the original game"? Maybe, yeah. And yeah, that might be true. Huh? 
This is, and then the other thing, this just popped into my head. I don't have this in my notes, but I'm trying to think of what else the whispers do in the game. Yeah. But like I said, Wedge dies in the original Mm -hmm. and he lived at least for the time being in this one. And then it's almost like the whispers killed him because they're like, no, you're, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be dead. So, I mean, you could tie it to that too, but the game I think is like very uh, meta meta. Yeah. Yeah. So and, actually, Sean, the biggest case of the whispers thing was when you fought them outside of Seventh Heaven. Yeah. And if you remember in the original, so what did they line up for this game to go into the second bombing run, right? Who was going to go? Basically, everybody but Cloud. Right. Right. Uh, remember the original game? Yeah. It was every everybody went. Yeah. Like, everybody but um. So. Like okay. that's the first yeah. thing that I noticed. That it was like, wait a minute, this is almost like they're making it seem more like the original. Right. And then I didn't think anything of it until the rest, until like the Barrett thing happened. Yeah. And then like every time I thought about like the major issues with the whispers were like, Hmm. But yeah, when they kept talking about how they're there to make sure that destiny is not changed or whatever. I'm like, right. Okay, I get right. it. But then I'm, but now I'm like, Oh my God, they're talking about destiny as in, what happened as in the original and what said. should happen but now they're gone so who knows um right. so a lot of people are saying you can almost think of this and who knows where they'll go from here but this is even though it's in the name it's almost more of a sequel than a remake if they really do go off the rails and start changing other stuff um so they're saying a lot of it talks about how Aerith and sephiroth and Aerith and sephiroth only know what happens or what's supposed to happen or whatever which Um, makes sense given the backstory of the two of them right and so they talk about like you mentioned earlier when you when you're fighting sephiroth and he says you have seven seconds Mm -hmm. so this is a bit of a stretch um and i checked earlier and is I that how long I it takes your is that how long it takes your atb to fill up in the first <laughs> no. game okay so supposedly when Aerith dies in the original mm-hmm. sephiroth is on screen for exactly seven seconds <laughs> and so people are saying like that's like hey you're gonna have seven seconds what are you gonna do and so that people are saying like Maybe Aerith won't die. Maybe you have a chance to save her or something. I think that's a bit of a stretch because yeah. he's like on camera and then he's not. If you count, I started counting when I first saw him to when he disappears and it was way longer than seven seconds. But there are times where he's not on the screen. So maybe I was supposed to stop counting and start counting again. I don't know. That's a bit of a stretch to me. So um, how long does Omni Slash's animation take? <laughs> probably like 20 seconds I bet it's yeah. seven seconds but i mean that was the first thing that popped in my head because yeah. like that is like that's essentially how the final them off. yeah right even if, even if you don't have the ability that's, right. that's how you kill them um there's a part where i think it's maybe right when you get to the edge of creation or whatever they call it yeah um sephiroth says to cloud let us defy destiny together um when he's about to be defeated by cloud and he says not yet Mm -hmm. he's not supposed to die yet um so what they're trying to say again i think this i think it's it could be true i think this is a bit of a stretch but they're saying it's it's the same sephiroth 
from the original, which of course it is, it's a remake, but that his, I mean, it's starting to get a little ridiculous, but saying that his consciousness knows has gone from like the original to the remake. And so he knows what happens in the original. Um, so I really didn't know this at the time. I wasn't just playing dumb, but they talk about that thing that you texted me from Twitter when you were like, did they just spoil something? It was one of the IGN guys, I think, about the flower. Yeah, it was Justin Davis. He said, yeah, yeah go ahead. And I'll, I'll, so, I think I still got the screenshot. So she, when she gives Cloud the flower, she says, uh, these, these are typically given when lovers reunite. Now, Cloud's like, what, who are you? Like, what is this? But in her mind, if she knows, if she's already been through the events of the original or whatever, to her, she is reuniting with Cloud. So that could make sense. Um, yeah, he just tweeted, uh, and then the mind blown emoji. And then he said, hashtag Aerith knows. Right. So that's, so maybe that's, I'm guessing that's what he's talking about. The other thing, um, I didn't realize that when, when it happened, I'm like, wait, what? And then I didn't really think too much of it. But um, when the plate is about to come down, Tifa asks Aerith to go get Marlene. Mm-hmm. And she says, right. Aerith, I need you to do me a favor. Can you? And then Aerith is like, go get Marlene. And Tifa's like, yeah. 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 And at uh, the time, I'm like, how does she even know Marlene? Like, she barely knows Tifa. How would she know Marlene? And they talk about that in this video. It's like, she has no reason to know who Marlene is, except because <laughs> she knows she's been through all this before. So, um, and then there's this part and they call it an optional scene. I know I saw it. I don't know what's optional about it, but the part where Aerith says to cloud, don't fall in love with me or you can't fall in love with me. I didn't She's basically see that. saying, Oh, you didn't. I, I think like it was, I, was I remember. I want to say it was around air. It was, um, somewhere over near Aerith's house. Maybe it's when, when they're when she's you have to go out and find her and she's like in the i don't know but i saw this part yeah they said it was optional so maybe it is if you guys didn't see it but she says i think she says you can't fall in love with me which would make sense because she's like i'm gonna die like don't fall in love with me kind of thing so there's all these things um they also talk about how i don't know if they mean this literally but they say that Aerith was not supposed to die in the original and that that was like a very last minute thing um there's apparently some like official square enix artwork from final fantasy 7 not like taken from the game but obviously inspired by exactly what happens in the game where you see Aerith looking at um the high wind the airship and she's already gone by the time you get the airship um there's also a part, I think it's literally right before you go fight Sephiroth. Like you go to the next screen and you fight him and all of your party, all the characters are there and you can talk to them and have conversations with them. There's this one part where there's nobody standing there, but you can go over there and hit X and a text box pops up. And it's almost like that was Aerith. Like she's supposed to be standing there and they forgot to remove that from the cut or, you know, from the final cut of the game or whatever. And so they're like, Aerith wasn't even supposed to die in the original one. They they ended up putting that into the game really late and forgot to correct it some of the other places. Um, I don't think I wrote it down, but she talks about, there's one point where she says to Cloud, like, you know, you and I together, you know, we can make this all right or something like that. And people are saying, you know, like, like this is supposed to be more or less the true ending now. 
They screwed up the first one. They never huh. should have killed her off. They're going to get it right this time. Hmm. Um, so I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like I said, like everybody that pretty much everybody knows what happens or what is supposed to happen, what may happen, what happened, whatever. Um, and they go so far as to show like, here's glimpses of it. Like, this is what it's going to look like. Like, Ooh, people who know, they know what this means kind of thing. And they're like, they're showing it. They're almost, and now I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid too, but it's like, they're almost like, yeah, you know, get ready for this. Cause this is coming and maybe it's all just, to swerve us i mean maybe i'm just like fantasy booking it and thinking how cool it would be if they did switch that up in this one um but i think it's also just gonna make it that much worse if or when it does happen the other thing that could happen which would it be probably not as bad but still terrible is if they switch it up maybe Aerith doesn't die maybe tifa does like who knows to me everything's up in the air now i think everything's on the table and there's almost some weird part of me, I think just because, I don't know, maybe I'm just a sick individual. I would almost kind of be disappointed if she didn't die. Like, I feel like that is like, that's the scene of this game. Like that's what everybody knows about it. And if right, it's not like they'll just completely omit it. Like it's going to be there and maybe something maybe happens right at the last second. Blocks the, blocks yeah, the sword like, away. Like, Right, yeah. so it'll still be a cool scene even if she doesn't die, but like, I don't know, I kind of, I mean, it's not like I want her to die, but like that, her dying is Final Fantasy VII to me, so. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like a, it's almost like a turning switch, uh, a switch turning in the game. Like, right. Because like, I mean, even in this game, like, Aerith's healing abilities are ridiculous. Like, yeah. Like, you, like, I, I actually figured this out playing around with it in this game is like, one of her spells is greater than anyone else's version of the next level healing spell. So really? like her like cure, her cure is, is stronger than other people's than Cloud's cure. Cura. Yeah. Wow. Like, and stuff like that. So it's like, even in the original game, it was like that. Like yeah. her, her healing was just like, once you, once you got Aerith, it was, or Aerith in that game. <laughs> um, like you just, okay, here, heal me. And like, she would just be like the one that heals you all the time. And it was great. Right. But you know, I can't imagine like, like I knew what was going to happen going into that. And I still used her anyways, but it was like, I can't imagine people that like didn't know that. Cause the game came out what? 99. Was it? 90, 97, seven, seven. Okay. 97. I think. Yeah. So 97 before the, the internet was huge. Right. Um, yeah. So like that, that word didn't get around very much. The only reason I knew was because a buddy of mine, who convinced me to start playing the game told me yeah like, it's like be careful don't don't depend on Aerith. right uh, don't waste too much time developing her because she's not gonna be around at the end so so i did just look up that cutscene. i was just skipping around it i did miss that what i was thinking of is when when you go out at night one time before Aerith gets taken away and you talk to her but what when this cutscene happens is when she's been taken by shinra and somehow oh, it's just like a it's like a, a ghost yoda kind that's of thing. right yeah it's that part yeah i i did not see that so now i need to go actually watch that with the sound on because i had no idea but yeah she says yeah. you you can't fall in love with me no matter what it's it's i can't remember exactly what she said i was just skipping around but yeah i completely yeah. missed that in the original game 
So I don't know. I mean, I just think it's so like, I'm all that much more looking forward to the next part and the rest of the parts now, because as much as I've been wanting a remake of this game, it's also cool because now I'm fully like, I don't know what to expect. I no longer just expect what happened before. And I think they're trying to, they didn't have to do all the whisper stuff and they changed no, some didn't. other things that are totally separate from the whispers, but it's like, they put the whispers in there and killed them off. Specifically for a be, Yeah, it has to be for a reason. So I don't know that, and they may be doing it just to give us hope that Aerith won't die and she still will. Yeah, or maybe they actually much- have some plans and they're like, no, everything you thought was going to happen, don't count on it. Like most of it probably will, but I don't know. I, I can't wait. The funny thing, do you know, I, again, I know I do this all the time, but this, just hearing all this is the most I've been interested in like video game theories and stuff since the lead up to Metal Gear Solid 5 when everybody was like, is he big boss? Is he not big boss? Oh, he's Gray Fox. He's this. It's, you know, he's Ishmael is a vision. Like once this game, once, cause it's only been out for what, a week and a half, two, what, what the hell days? Uh, three know. weeks, two, I believe. Yeah. Once it's a month or so away where everybody. I think this is the third, third Friday. Okay. Where everybody like feels safe to talk about this game. I think YouTube and the speculation and people are going to go back and they're going to play it again. They're going to analyze every cutscene. And now hearing all this about the whispers and stuff, I'm like, I'm down. I, I need some Final Fantasy seven, like, like good YouTube accounts to follow and just, just nerd out about this stuff. Cause that's yeah. Crazy. Well, so the other thing I didn't, I won't get too far into it because spoilers, but they talk a little bit about the, the end there with Zach mm-hmm. and how there's, they're talking about how there may be like multiple timelines going on, like concurrently yeah. because here's cloud, but then there's cloud and here's Zach. And why is he here now? And all this stuff. And they make it a point again, this maybe is a bit of a stretch, but um, they show that I came in, it was like a, I don't know, some kind of like propaganda or I don't know what it was, a piece of trash that like flies by the camera and then goes and it's uh, Stamp, the dog. Yeah. Yep. I but saw on that. that one, Stamp is like a different dog. It looks totally different from all of the other ones. So they're talking about how, and that's right when you see Zach. So it's like, is that from like an alternate timeline? Like why does Stamp look so different here? It's like a totally different dog. So yeah, I really have no idea where they're going to well, go with it. But, but also, so if, excited for it. If you're saying how like Aerith and Sephiroth know what happened, I wonder if that that does kind of make sense then, because at the end, Aerith sees Zach carrying Cloud. Right? Doesn't she turn and look like, oh man? I like, wondered about that. I don't know if that's her seeing it or if she just happens if they just kind of, yeah i don't know I've or she like that. senses something's there and she just turns and looks at it and doesn't actually see it right. who yeah. knows oh um, the other thing i keep thinking of all these things um i can't remember when it is it's probably right before that cutscene, or maybe it's the beginning of that cutscene. Aerith says something along the lines of like you know i don't know what's out there everything after this is just a complete unknown or whatever and this guy was saying that could just be kind of like a wink wink from Square Enix saying like, look, we, we, we made this remake. We don't know 
we don't even know what's going to happen after <laughs> right. this. Um, but the more literal version of that is Aerith basically saying like, I know what's supposed to happen, but we just killed these whispers, <laughs> the arbiters of fate. I no longer know what's going to happen. So I can't like, I can't really help you much anymore. Like right. I knew what was going to happen, but now that we've done that, it's all an unknown now. So I don't know. I can't wait. I'm so excited for it. I mean, it's going to be a long time, I think, but. Yeah. So I, I hope it's not another 20 years, um, but. <laughs> I'm hoping we get the next part in 2022. Yeah. I was going to well, say two years is my hope. 23. But yeah. I would be fine with 22. So but I also don't know, like now that I'm playing through the original again, like Jason, you and I talked about this. I don't think this is going to be three parts. I think it's, it's four. I think it's four. Like there's so much. I figured the second one was going to end with Aerith dying, but it, I mean, it could still has there's to happen so much. that point. And there's a lot that happens after it, honestly. Like, yeah, I had to look up the storyline. Cause I'm like, I started thinking about like, okay, so you go here, then you go here, then where do you go? And like, I had to look it all up and went, Oh wow. The one thing like, is you jump around a lot. Like you're obviously yeah. in Midgar a lot in the beginning, but then you jump around from town. You go from like Khan to Cosmo Canyon to Corel and all these places and the golden like, saucer back to Corel back to, Yeah. And so I know exactly where to go and I'm playing on fast mode on top of it. So I'm just zip zapping around the whole map. Like, <laughs> but like, it's not like every town you go to is Midgar. A lot of no. the towns are like a few houses and you talk to people and then you move on. So it's like, it's like going to the Clayton versus going to New York city kind of deal. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they could, if they add as much to the next part of this game as they did to Midgar, yeah, this thing's going to be 10 parts long. Yeah. So I don't know. I think from here on out, at least the next part, who knows what they do with like the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think this next chapter, whatever you want to call it, <clears> is going to be more, more in line with the original, I think. But even I would if hope it is, so. I still I think mean, it's got to be four parts and not three. So like, I think that the whole point of them making, expanding upon Midgard the way they did is because when you think about it, there's not much to do in Midgard in the original game. Like there's literally like the, the four or five hours at the beginning. Like So there's the, eight sectors. There's the top and the bottom of each of them. And you're only really free to walk around one? five and seven. And then I think, I think market, only, which I don't know if that's part of like six, but like. It's I believe part of six. But yeah. And so, there's yeah. not much to five and seven as it is. So you don't see one, two, three, four, or eight. You don't see right. any of it. I mean, you see some of the, the, you know, the top part, but like you're never just wandering around up there. Like everything's yeah. down in the slump. So yeah, I mean, even in the original, honest, or in the remake, you don't see a I mean, fraction of Midgar, but at least you get the sense of how big it is. Right. And, and the, I mean, for the amount of time that you spend in it in the original versus the size of it is disproportionate. Like, it, it, like right. Midgar right. is a huge city. Yeah. comparatively to like you spend more time in Cosmo Canyon than you do in Midgar at some points. Yeah. Um, you definitely spend more time in like the temple of the ancients and stuff like that. But yeah. um, you know, like I really think that the Aerith's like issue or like what's going to happen with her is going to be either middle of disc, uh, disc, <laughs> middle, <laughs> uh, middle of uh, episode three, or they're going to squish everything they can into two and then have that cut off there. 
because like once that happens then there's a whole other thing that like the whole issue with cloud like you don't even find out about what's going on in his head until yeah. after Aerith dies i still think she has to die i don't think they literally end the game with that but i feel like that's going to be more or less the end and if it's if that doesn't happen until like i don't think it's going to happen in the middle of one yeah. of these chapters whatever episodes yeah i think it's the end but if it's not until three i think then this is like has five, to be this five parts yeah, yeah it almost has to happen in two in order to keep this manageable well see like i think you were saying on the podcast last time that like obviously they they quintupled or or sextupled what what midgar is but the next phase of the game going up to when she dies isn't isn't it maybe like 10 15 hours something like that to where they could just kind of expand it but not go crazy so put all that into part two and then go right so playing through the original i was literally out of midgar in three hours now it tracks you real time and i was playing on triple speed for most of it and know for the most part exactly where to go so even if i wasn't playing on triple speed it would have taken me like hours seven or eight hours um but it's like a fifth of the game at best probably yeah because it's about it's probably about half of the first disc like disc three is almost just the end of the game like when you finally go to disc three aren't you going to the cave of cave wonders whatever it's called (laughs) the cave of Uh, ancients uh, something like that like i think it's basically uh, the end of the game so the I game say is there's mostly like, on two discs, if I remember okay. correctly. I want to say, yeah, because I think what happens is that the, yeah, the end of disc two is like you, you're set up to go, like you, right. you've resolved all the other storylines. Now you're going yeah. to go kill. And Midgar is about half of the first disc. <laughs> right, so but the other... extrapolate that out, this is going to be a five-part game. But that's why I think they just do this next... And again, I'm talking out of my tukas. I, I haven't played this this part of the game, but I just wonder if they just take because Midgar is such just an iconic. Well, yeah, city, I'm wondering if they like and everything. We nailed this game, and it is perfect. However, we did a disservice to Midgar by not exploring it more. So let's expand on that, and then maybe from here on out, it's more comparable to the original i don't one question i want to ask before i forget this i've heard some people say it's a good thing some people say it's a bad thing i like it that this game was very linear and that's i i like an open world game here and there i mean i love breath of the wild i love gta etc god of war was really more open ish but i like that this was pretty linear but i guess there's some people that are upset not just because it's Final Fantasy VII, but just Final Fantasy fans in general. It's it no more so linear. linear than the, the original, original I mean, at this part. Now, once okay. you're in Midgar, it opens uh, up. Okay. I mean, but it's even st- then, it's you still have the linear. world map, but like, there's different continents. You can't cross an ocean yet. You don't have an airship. You, don't, you can't get access to this boat that you can take across. So you're stuck here. And even then, there's a swamp, and you can't cross the swamp because there's a dragon living in it that's going to eat you. And then you can get across over here, but then you can't get down here yet because of this. So it's you're in the world map, but you're still it just gradually opens more and more throughout yeah, the game. It, but Midgar, this was no, I don't think this was any more linear than the original one. Okay, I want to say this, at, you know, for that part of the game. I actually want to say it's it's less so than the original because you have all the side quests now. 
like in the original you didn't have yeah, all those side quests that you can do like in this one you have like essentially five six hours of side quests you can do right the original i don't even remember there's any yeah uh not really i mean nothing i think yeah maybe finding oh no you find the numbered guys later yeah yeah, there's not a whole lot. No, I mean, nothing that I would call a side quest. I mean, there other may than be maybe things a... where it's like, ooh, if you go back to this area later on, you can find the materia, like that kind of stuff. But not like, yeah. hey, do me a favor, go kill this thing. You know, right. nothing like that. Right. I don't remember any of that in the, in the first part of it. Right. Um, yeah, there's optional stuff, but I nothing I would call a side quest. Yeah. I mean, I they basically just expanded upon it and just opened up Midgar a lot. Like, you know, you were talking about Johnny um, on your last episode of the podcast, right? Yeah. You know what's funny, Sean? I ran into him by accident after I went to Medeal. And, oh, uh, really? He's in Costa del Sol. Uh, and I'm just, like, walking around, like, who? This guy looks like – let me talk to him. Johnny. Oh. So, he, like, yeah, so there, there's a lot more that they expand upon. Like, yeah, I I wouldn't have even remembered it. I don't even know why he's in the game. Like, comedic relief. I yeah, don't know. I guess. But like, I just I literally did not know he was in the original. And then I saw him in Midgar on this playthrough. I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like oh, that is Johnny. But yeah, I had totally, I just never realized he was even in it. And he's played by Yuri Lowenthal. He's played by Spider Man. He's Spider Man. And did you see my tweet also, Sean? About I was like, I know President Shinra sounds so familiar. Oh yeah, it's, I it's paused Skullface. and looked it up, and it's James Haran who plays Skullface in Metal Gear Solid Five. I was like, yes, I know, I do. Like he's just doing Skullface's voice. That's why I was like, yeah. I know, I know this voice. Like I, I couldn't picture. I couldn't place it as Skullface because I'm not looking at a guy with a burned face and a mask. But as soon as as soon as I looked that up, all I heard the rest of the game whenever he's talking was was Skullface. I was just like, this is so freaking weird. Yeah. Um. So, what, did you, Sean? What did you think of um Rude and Rufus, or not Rude and uh, Rufus, uh, the other Turk there? I can't remember his name. Off the guy with the red hair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Reno. Reno. That's yeah. Were they're, they in the game? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're they're. I they're love what on. they do. They look exactly. I, they look like they should. They act like they should. They talk like they should. I think they're perfect. I thought Ru- I thought Rude especially was spot on. Like, yeah, he's the guy like, with the glasses. Yeah, yeah okay. he was like, like there's a couple. There's one. There's a there's mild spoiler, but like later on in the game, like they're like you're you visit um, Wu Tai right, and Rude is just kind of relaxing there and like. They're like, oh, we found the guys, and he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and goes off and fights it. And it's just like, like I think they nailed his character a lot better, or uh, so not a lot better, but a lot. They nailed his character yeah. so well. Well, so one cool thing they did um, in the original, I think it's just kind of a throwaway. Like you could totally miss the dialogue if you don't talk to the right person. But they hint at, or really, well, I mean, they don't hint at it. It's they come right out and say that he's got a crush on tifa and there's yeah. a part when you're climbing the tower before they drop the plate when he's uh, reno's got her in his sights and then Rude, oh like, and he moves the helicopter moves the helicopter and he's like what are you doing he's like oh my hand slipped and it's well because yeah he's he's got a thing for tifa he didn't want reno to shoot her so i thought that was cool that they put that in the game huh. i want to say like everybody had a thing for tifa when i, was, I played the game well, originally yeah 
yeah and especially now like i said it just seems like this the whoever i can't remember who's directing this but it just seems like they went to the kojima school of, of framing framing well, shots of, <laughs> of women that's you know that's japanese culture uh, yeah. japanese video game culture at least like you know i think i can't think of uh was it dead or alive oh, yeah. oh my that god was a, yeah that was what capcom that was i think it was no dead or alive is oh god uh who does tekken it's the same company that does Tekken, and now I'm. Any other time you could have asked me, I would have known it. Now I'm drawing a blank. I, I thought it was a Japanese company. It, 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 it is definitely. Sure. I just can't remember which one it is. I thought it was Capcom. It wasn't Konami. No. Now it's going to drive me nuts. People that are listening to this are yelling into their. They're yelling in their car right now. We're probably not in their car because nobody can Tecmo. remember. Tecmo. Thank you. Yeah. So like, there, there, a lot of Japanese, like. A lot of Japanese video games are like that, um, but yeah, that was you know this game overall was so like it just like made me like, damn it! Now I have to wait more for the rest of I it. Um, I don't know. I like I I'm hoping that they like they had something where like queued up like they had you know part one ready here here's part one but part two was almost ready so they're gonna get it out in like. Holiday That's of this my year. one thing but I'm I doubting is that this game maybe has been ready for a while and there's so much beyond what we realize and they've already got two and maybe parts of three almost done. That's the only thing I can hope for. I mean, it's like they, because they can't take, obviously they're not going to take 20 years to come out with part two, but like they can't wait too long in the next cycle of the consoles Right. Yeah. Well, ever since this one was officially in development, and I don't know if anybody knows when that was, um, was it twenty? Was it E three twenty seventeen? It was twenty. When they so finally, it was like, twenty. Showed it. It was twenty fifteen when they showed a cinematic for it and officially announced it. I think, but but remember also, this game was kind of in development hell because they. Square Enix wasn't going to do it internally. They they sent it out to CyberConnect. And then like two years into it, they said, this is not working. We're taking it back in-house. And they basically started from scratch. So if that timeline's right, then they did make it in three years. Meaning, hopefully, they've already got the engine. They've, they've got, got, got the everything. Engine, like, they've got the character models. But I mean, I mean we won't see honest, Midgar though, again. For, like, Midgar right. is gone now. So it's till the end of the game, at least. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it may be too. Maybe it'll be 2022. I don't know. So like, you know, I was, I'm hoping that they do something like what they did with Final Fantasy 15, where it was like, okay, here's where the game comes out. Episode Gladiolus is like six months later. And then, you know, then the next two were like three or four months after that. I'm still hoping that maybe somehow. But hopefully it's not as it's crappy like as those were. Every, every year, even every two years, I would be ecstatic. I, yeah. I doubt there. I doubt there. I I doubt what's gonna, that's going to happen because what's here's the thing, PS5. Uh, well, at least the new Xbox is coming out in, in November, right? Yeah. So, uh, once is the PS the PS5 same time frame, right? Yep. Supposedly. Well, as Supposedly. of as of today, uh, yeah. Uh, so, do you really think that they're going to wait through the next? They're going to like extend it that far into the next console cycle without redoing it again? See. What I was thinking is, so this game is exclusive for one year to Sony. So nobody knows right now if that means it's going to come to Xbox or just PC next year. 
but probably both to be that's honest. what i would assume i, I mean they're gonna sell tens they'll sell at least 10 million copies of this thing um and i'd be my, shocked if they didn't already <laughs> my my hope is it comes to xbox next year probably you can play it on both it'll have a series x patch something like that and then the following year we get it so we're getting there's something final fantasy 7 related next year because it's going to come out on xbox and then hopefully part two is the year after that but i just don't know like i don't know how much they have to rework to get it because we we got to assume it's going to be a ps5 game not ps4 maybe it'll come out on both but i just wonder how much extra work goes into like how much do they want to pretty it up for part two well that's the other thing i mean i hadn't really thought about that but with probably all of them i'm hoping the next ones like don't i don't even want it to be out on ps4 no i don't either just if it's a ps5 exclusive or at least you know the next gen exclusive they can probably put a lot more like Maybe it would. Maybe they can do the rest of the game in just two more episodes if it's in PS5. It's that much more you can put. Like that's true. Yeah, I don't know. And all the way they're talking about these consoles and how they're they're gonna games will hopefully be smaller because the technology is getting so much better that I still don't really understand it. But then maybe they just use they still use all hundred gigs on that disc and it's just twice as much as we got in this game. I don't, I don't know. I don't need the next game to be 60 hours or anything like that. I think this, this game, like I said, I was just under 30 hours when I beat it. I love that length. I, I, it didn't feel too short again. Like I said, it dragged in a couple of places, but overall I love the length of it. And I think if, if we get three 30 hour final fantasy seven games, adding up to a 90 to a hundred hour game, I feel like, that's awesome, except it's, I mean, it's $180 instead of just 60 Well, I, I, that's I, part of my take problem. Take my money. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, and I'm with you on that too, Sean. I, no. My biggest concern with it is that, like, you know, the original game, yeah, you can beat in 30 hours. I think I dumped 65 or 70 into wow. it just about every time I played it. Just because there, there's so just much the extra stuff, stuff to do. And, like, you know, getting... Uh, Getting some of the ultimate weapons alone took like 10, 15 hours of gameplay. Yeah. You know, um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I think the easiest, the two easiest ones to get were Cloud and Barrett's. Um, but. So Aerith's you get, Aerith's you so get early, early on early because you kind of have to. Right. Um, you would, I, I think. Mean, I think you just get clouds when you fight weapon, right? Yeah, you do. And then you fight somebody for, named weapon? It's a. Yeah. It's so, like an, well, it's not an option. It's it's, it's a, a mandatory game. boss. But okay. so there's like later on in the game, there's these things that come out. They're called weapons, right? There's five or six of them. I forget what they're. But okay. emerald, ruby, or like the two. Oh, one, right. Okay. But there's one that's just called weapon. Okay. Right, and then there's a different. There's a couple other ones. Yeah. So what do you think? Because we've talked about this a little bit on the pod, Jason. But what do you think? How how did they? <laughs> I don't know how they make this work with part two. Like, do they let you carry over your saves? Is there like enemy scaling or do we just say everybody starts back at level six or seven or something? Cause you don't want to be too overpowered. I just, I, I wouldn't be so worried about bringing my level over, but if I've, maybe if you can just bring your materia and the weapons see, you think, have. See, I think, I think they're the starting way. over. I think they're I starting think over. You may be able to carry your level over. I don't, not they're the not, I don't think they're going to let you start 
part two and carry on through parts three, four, five, however there may be, and already have like, maxed out Firaga and Thundaga and Blizzaga. Like, and, and 40, in a 40 mega potions. Game, you don't and, get those yeah. maxed out. Those are final end until, spells. Like, yeah. Way, uh, yeah, okay. the end of the game. So I don't know that it would make sense to have those already and going the- forward. So they may just say, your materia is gone, but yeah, we'll we'll call you level thirty-five. But but even then, it's like, how do you? Yeah, I guess you you have different ways of scaling the enemies. But then at that point, what's the point? If yeah, I'm no better off starting the game at level thirty-five as if I just started it at level seven or whatever they do. What was all this for? What was the point of it? So I don't know. I the more I think about it, you'll probably just start over. Yeah, I, I what I would like them to do is start over at lower levels with all the material you have reset back to base. Right. So you start off with like all the material you have, but they're like, you get cure and fire and whatever. Um, That's what I think would be the, probably the best because then you're starting at like level 35 or because you can actually get up to level 50 in this game. Yeah. Right. So I I think it's untenable for them to have like, I think it's actually still going to be like a four part game. Right. So like, what are you going to be level 200 at the end of the game? <laughs> right. No, right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So I think they're more likely to say like, okay, so maybe the last two parts are, are additive levels. Or, you know, maybe it's next part you start at level five for everything, which yeah. is like all the base material or whatever. Well, um, plus, I mean, I understand it's a video game and you can't take it too seriously, but. People do take that shit seriously. Oh, well, yeah. But like this game is fairly i mean there's magic there's all sorts of stuff going on but it's like it it looks realistic so people thinking of it as being realistic and it just throws that all out the window not that this would be this would keep them from doing it but i walk out of midgar and i got all these weapons and all these materia and then now you start the next game and you're picking up right where you left off but all of a sudden all that stuff is gone i don't have those weapons anymore i don't have that materia anymore like it just doesn't it's a video game i get it but just logically it doesn't even make sense like i don't know unless they throw something into the game to somehow write all that stuff out of it and say oh you got you got jumped by the turks and they took all your crap and that's why you had to start over like maybe they do something like that but i don't know i don't know how it just doesn't seem like there's a good system in place to allow you to carry over what you had while also allowing people that maybe are just starting on part two and skipped part one yeah. to have the same experience. I just don't know how you pull that off. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can relate it to is like how uh, world of Warcraft's worked over the years because, you know, world of Warcraft's like got, they're on their what, fifth expansion right now. Um, and they're still like, coming out with stuff for that game. Yeah. There's another expansion coming out in, Dece- in the end of the year. <laughs> Good um, so what they've been doing over the years is like basically you just increase in level, but all the like all the equipment you get is basically you've been spending so many times at like level sixty trying to grind for all this gear. The first piece of quest gear you get is better than what you you spent seven out seventy hours like grinding out, right? Yeah. Um, and that scaled all the way up to like from level sixty to one twenty. And now with the next expansion, what they're doing. Well, let's step back for a second. So over the last couple of expansions, they've done stat squishes. We're like, you know, <laughs> they've just squished down like the stats instead of being like this big are now like here. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so now in the next, the next expansion, they're actually squishing it down from like 
I forget if they're going from down to 60 or going down to, to seven, level 70. Um, they could do something along the lines of that. It's like, okay, so like you log in, your Kiraga or whatever doesn't heal for much now, but you get this new uh, Restore V2 materia that's yeah. better. You know, they could do something along those lines, um, which I wouldn't be terribly opposed to, but that's how, I think that's actually how Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO works too. Okay. Um, so like when the expansions come out, like the, the first piece of gear or first piece of thing you get is that much better. Right. Um, so that's the way that it could like, Hey, you got, you know, Kira- you're going to have like Kiraga V2 or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess in the end, that's the least of my concerns. I just yeah. want a good game. If I can't start with everything yeah. I had, whatever, it'll, I, mean, I they, did. It'll be fine. I did like how, and I guess it it was like this in the original too. I just like that Cloud starts at le- and everybody starts at level seven. So it's just kind of cool that it's like everybody's not just this rookie. Like it shows that they have experience doing what they're yeah. doing. I just thought that yeah. was a cool little touch. But I'm not sure that that's entirely what it was intended to do originally. Mm-hmm. I want to say what what was happening originally is like. All of the monsters have levels. You just don't know what they are. Okay. So, um, like level one, a level one monster is something you could smash upside the head really easily at level seven. Yeah. So, I think that's why they did it. Um, but I'm, you know, it does actually show, like, it does show that too. Is like, you know, Cloud starting off from the get go is a badass. Like that's just his deal. Right. Um, but. It, it, sometimes it's untenable. Like I, I don't know if any Final Fantasy game off the top of my head that starts level one, other than the originals. Okay. Um, I think even Final Fantasy VIII starts at like level five or six. Um. Yeah, well, Final Fantasy X doesn't have levels really. Um. Yeah, there's a big wedge in Sid in that game too. That's so funny. No, I had no idea about that. There's there's a um there's a bunch of different Final Fantasy like things that's in every game like ultimate weapon cloud uh the main character's best weapon in the game is always called ultimate weapon or ultimate weapon something some variation of that uh, I believe in even Titus's was called that wasn't it Titus's was the uh, uh Calibog or whatever oh right ten was but you had to, but they had weapons there was optional there's like Omega weapon. Oh, yep, yep. So there's bosses named Weapon, but... Yeah, there's usually an ultimate weapon in the game of some way, shape, or form. But Kamari's ultimate weapon is the same name as Sid's ultimate weapon in 7. The uh, What was it called? I don't, I don't know what time. it's called now, but the I just yeah. got it, too. The I can't remember. But yeah, they reuse a lot of stuff. A lot of the summons are usually the same in the well, games. And yeah. if, if it's in every game that has a summon. And Shiva. And, yeah. Shiva's. Bahamut's uh, well. in pretty much all of them. But yeah, there's a lot of reoccurring Final Fantasy themes. Chocobos. Right. Every game has a Chocobo. Yeah. Even Final Fantasy Advent- or, uh, Adventures of Mana had Chocobos in it. Did and it I, assume, I assume, I don't know that Secret does, but I, so I wonder if, well, they actually, they probably don't because that game actually, before it was Adventures of Mine, it was Final Fantasy Adventure. It was Adventure. Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. And then the others, they were just called Second, uh, Second and Dead 2 or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, is there anything else spoilerific that we didn't 
talk through. I think I went through all my notes other than just being like, I just don't understand Sephiroth. I guess he's just he's Sephiroth. Oh, that was the other thing I didn't say about the final fight is when you're fighting him and then he got to, I don't know if it was the second phase or the third phase, but again, I stopped, I paused it and I texted Sean and he got the one wing. I was like, oh my God, Sean, he's got one wing. This is so freaking cool. Like I just couldn't, and even me just being tangential, that's one of the hardest words to say. Tangential, okay. Tangentially. Tangentially, thank you. Uh, hey, who's the guy in uh, Gear- Death Stranding? Gearmore. <laughs> Gearmore. Oh, God, now I can't do it. Gearmo. I don't know what you're talking about. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Oh, Guillermo. You need to go play that damn game. Sean. I know. It's um, just, I still haven't I played it either. It's awesome. It was my game of the year. Probably should have been RE2, but it was in the heat of the moment. Um, but yeah, just it was so cool. And again, when one winged angel came on, it's like ding 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 ding. I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, so like, cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but the only time that that song gets played is at the final boss fight in the original. Yeah. Other than that, there's like just the. I think there's like the interlude, or like there's a section of it that keeps getting played. Yeah, over usually and over. before that, whenever you see Sephiroth, it's just that. Boom. Oh. Yeah. Like that kind of music, but yeah, you don't hear the. I think until you fight him finally. Yeah, I'm just but trying yeah, it's, to. It's so iconic. I, I want them to put the remake soundtrack on like Amazon Music and everything, and I'm not. It's still not there. They've got the original Final Fantasy VII on there, but they don't have the remake yet. Yeah, but uh, I did like, go back and listen to a lot of that after I beat the game too. Even I mean the the music that I know, but. Yeah, they don't have it on there yet. Well, crap. Yeah, um, actually, one of my favorite things about this game was the, like, the fact that they didn't have like battle music at like you know the the dun 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 like at the end. Except for Barrett did it. Like it was so so freaking cool. I was like, the first time I heard, I'm like, did I just hear that right? And like then again, like yes, I did. That is awesome. And he does it in in his Barrett voice. I was just like, oh my god, this is awesome! I can't believe he's doing that. Yeah, like this this game, like it hit all the right notes. Um, I'm not like I really wanted it to be uh, just a straight remake of like here, go through the story. I love the story. Go through it. Yeah. Um, but you know they didn't. Well, they did, but they didn't, right? Yeah. Um, and I like I love what they did overall. Um, I did not like some of the battle system parts of it which i which we covered earlier um was there's also one other thing i I didn't like but i can't remember what it is off the top of my head see that's Um, i always i usually go back and forth between if my favorite game of all time is link to the past or ocarina final fantasy 7 is like right there the original but it the gameplay the actual gameplay leaves a bit to be desired but I do think, Kevin, you'll probably disagree with me. I think Final Fantasy VII is the best story from a video game ever. I just think it's so, it's such a cool story. It's not other than all the cloud stuff. Which is still good. It's not, it's good. not like it's just, overly complicated. It's just, right. you got this Sephiroth and he's trying to just like take over the world. It's like, it's been done, but the way they, the way he's going about it, I just think is it's not, overly complicated it makes sense in the universe it's just like yeah he wants to do this so he can do this and it's just i think it's just 
awesome. And then there's all the social commentary stuff of like Shinra and like wanting to take over the world and like, you know, using this Mako energy. It's just, I just think, I think it's the best story from a video game ever. I don't know that it's my favorite video game of all time. It's easily top five, probably, it's probably number three at least, but it's my number one story of all time for yeah easily you know you know it's funny you you bring up the like the environmental activism thing that's happening yeah i did not like the first couple of times i played through that game i did not even pick up on it at all yeah like, and then like well they definitely they play it up a lot more in this one. well they yeah they show do you a they lot do. of like in the first one it's just like hey good job you blew it up and this one's like yeah you blew it up but you, you killed all these people like they so they make it a lot more uh I don't know, subjective, I guess, as to like, are you really the good guys here? Well, that was uh, one of the things. Cool touch. Yeah, I liked walking around, walking around the slums. And hearing all the people talk. And, yeah. Like, is Avalanche good or are they yeah. bad? Like, news at 11, I, yeah. you know? <laughs> yep. Um, you know, the other thing, too, is like, I don't remember them expanding upon, like, in the first game, I, I believe Avalanche was just Barrett's group. I don't. Uh, I don't remember there being like this big yeah, overarching like big avalanche. There's not right. Like there's avalanche no like HQ. HQ. Like, yeah. Plus, like I the, don't think in the original. I know the mayor is kind of on your side. I don't think the mayor was avalanche in the original. No, he's like I, anti Shinra. He's like this he's is like, like bullcrap. What they've done to me. Like I'll help you guys out. But I don't think he was secretly avalanche in the original. Was he? No, I don't believe so. I think okay, he was yeah. just like, you know, screw these guys. They yeah. treat me like crap. You know, I'm just a figurehead. I don't really have any power. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. You no, know, but like, you no. Know, oh, that was the other thing. Did you guys pay for the weapon? For Barrett? Yes. <laughs> that was what? so stupid. Wait, what? So after you after you talk to the mayor, yep, yeah. you go out and you talk to the 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 one dude, the butler yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Like if you talk to him, he's like blah 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 blah. Here, pay me money, and I'll give you a uh, I'll give you a weapon for Barrett. Yeah, I paid him. Why did you like, not have to? No, you didn't have to. Oh crap! Oh, but it's, it's like a, ten thousand gill or something. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a pretty good weapon for him. But it's like yeah, it's easily apparent. Like I was looking it up after the fact because I missed a couple of the weapons. Um, for all, for the characters, and one of them, the one I met, the big one I missed is the one you had to steal from the boss. I only for got Eric. that because I only got that because Sean said, "Hey, when you well, get to this boss, do steal." I missed the, that one for Aerith, and I missed one for Tifa that you can get when you first get into Shinra, the Shinra building when you're like, oh, I didn't get jumping one. on the, the lights when you're trying to oh, get to yeah. the the card in the desk. Yeah, and you're yeah. like doing the monkey bars thing. Yeah. There's one part where you can take an optional path and you get a weapon, but I missed. Yeah, that it's, one. it's it's actually really good. It's her best purple something. It's called like purple something. Yeah, purple something. Yeah. Um, but it's the, it's her best weapon in the game. Okay. Um, but it was like, I saw the treasure chest that it was in, and I was just like, "How do you get over see, that?" I didn't even see it. Although I'm like, I would have been like, I'm not leaving this area till I get to it. But yeah, right. I didn't the, even see it. Well, it's because like I spent like five minutes trying to figure out how do you get back up there, and I'm like, "Oh, by the way, there's a treasure chest over." There. So how do I get over there? Yeah. And it was just basically you had to stand on top of the the, the climb up the, the vehicles. The, the vehicles. Yeah. yeah. The couple oh. times you did have to do the monkey bars in this game, I will say I hated that. It just felt like it was the most like stilted. Like no, I just. 
the I controls were weird. Go. Like yeah. going left didn't go left sometimes. The pain was like, camera. Just and like all of a sudden you're it's this game where you can just go anywhere and then all of a sudden you're like locked to this grid. Yeah. You can go forward like one square at a time. And yeah, yeah it, was, it felt that was weird, annoying. But um there was uh shoot, what was it? But yeah, I didn't I didn't actually steal the weapon for Aerith because I didn't have steel at the point. But yeah, I had I like I, I yeah. Whatever the sensibility is in this game, I forget what it uh, assess. Assess, yeah. yeah. Um, so I assessed him like, oh, look, a weapon I could steal for Aerith. I saw that. I was like, ah, oh, oh, I don't have anybody with <laughs> steel. Son yeah. of a... Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, eventually I might go back to that one. That whole sequence, too, was like, that whole sequence sucked. That was br- That place was so hard. bad. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I'll ever go back through that because it was just like, Oh my god, I can't hit this with physical attacks. So yeah, what do you uh, want me to do? Oh, like, was that yeah. in the great was that in the graveyard? The train where you graveyard. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in the original, all that was is like you're just like moving the trains around to try and get loot, basically. Yeah, some of it was similar, but it was not haunted. Like there weren't ghosts everywhere. They call it a train graveyard, but it was just mm-hmm. it was just like rundown broken down trains. Down it wasn't trains. Haunted or anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that guy that you that boss, it's like the the carriage, like the horse carriage yeah. thing. Yeah. That's in Final Fantasy VII, but it's just like an enemy. It's not a boss. But I fought him. I'm like, I wonder. And sure enough, I like stole from him, and it was a weapon. It was a different mm-hmm. weapon. I can't remember what it was, but you can steal a weapon for Aerith in the original yeah. too. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Even though did I you, missed it in the remake. Did you know? Um, did you notice that all of the weapons actually correlate back to the original game too? Like you remember the nail bat? I recognized bat? a lot of them. I remember the nail bat. Yeah. Like they were all like I went back and looked, and they're all in there. Really? Um, like you know, the the iron sword or whatever the, the first uh, first one you get is yeah. the first weapon you get from the. If you look at if you look if you compare them, like yeah, they're the same thing. Yeah, I remember um, hard edge. You know the one where it goes where it like goes yeah. out at the tip. I remember that yeah. one. I remember a lot of Barretts and Tifas. Aerith, I rarely used much in the original just because I didn't want to waste time on her. I'm like, I know how this ends. I'm not going to bother leveling her up. So I never really used her much, but yeah. I mean, the, everyone's magic was a lot better in the original too because the materia gave you a lot more magic ability too. Yeah. But, I don't know. This, I just hope that these come out quickly so that maybe they can remake Final Fantasy VIII. Um, but, yeah, I've still, I've missed out on that. I haven't played it. It's a good story, but like the some of the mechanics are horrible. I don't like the how you like have to draw the magic from enemies. That's like, I don't the like one that, that whole sucks. System. It just seems weird, and it's put it's turned me off from the entire game. I don't know. I that, know everybody says it's a great game and a pretty good story, but like what I know about how the gameplay works, I'm like I don't. I, I just don't like it. Yeah, once you get past the drawing, it's actually the junctioning system is actually really nice. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, like, if you cast spells, your stats go down because you have the spells junction to your abilities. Uh, so, like, you have health junction to cure, for example, right? If you cast enough cures, your health will go down. Oh, it, it was kind. Of, there's that to it. Like, I really yeah. wish the way the drawing system would work is like, hey, I drew cure. Now I can cast as many cures as I want based on right. based on MP. Um, hmm. but like, you know. I just like the gun blade. I just think that's awesome. The gun blade is really cool. Um, I saw somewhere. Oh, it was a it was a YouTube video. It was like watching where somebody was like making D and D characters out of like one of them was like 
wielding a gun blade. And like, that's one of the most unique ideas I've ever heard of. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but it's just cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when, like in kingdom hearts, when Leon's using the gun blade, it's just, yeah. like, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, did you, have you played the second, uh, the expansion thing to Kingdom Hearts 3? I haven't played King- Kevin's played more of Kingdom Hearts 3 than I have. I played five hours and I was like, I, I can't find- do this. Oh, you have- I think it was just last year I finally, I, I bought the Kingdom Hearts, like the story so far, whatever it's called. I played through oh, one again. I loved it. I finally tried to play two. Oh, right, because I played through it and, and you I, didn't. Right? Yeah, I never played yeah. two. And so I started playing through it and I'm like, it just wasn't doing it for me. I don't know if I was just Kingdom Hearts did out <laughs> by that point. But like I'm like, I feel like one is a better game. But I don't know. There's some part in two. I feel like I had to start going back and revisiting worlds and doing stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like I've already been here. I don't want to go back there. And then I just stopped playing and I never got back into it. But Yeah, okay. I actually beat it. Um and it was fun, but it was like um one of the things that I hated about it. I'm a huge Final Fantasy person, as you know. Yeah. They didn't have a single Final Fantasy character in the entire game of Kingdom Hearts 3. Really? They did not have a yeah, single the, one. I mean, the whole thing is like it's Final Fantasy meets Disney, and all of a sudden it's like, eh, no more Final Fantasy. It's like all Disney characters and new and ones. Then, yeah. Yes, but it's like the reason why I brought this up is my one of my favorite cutscenes out of any Kingdom Hearts game is the cutscene in Final Fantasy, or I'm sorry, Kingdom Hearts 2, where Leon and Cloud are like back-to-back fighting things in like one area. It's a huge cutscene. And I'm just like, I love this. That's awesome. <laughs> like, it's just like, you can go, I think you can find it on YouTube. It's just like them back-to-back. And it's just like talking about who's going to kill more or something like that. And it's just like, those are two of my favorite characters in any video game ever. Yeah. So it was like my, you know, my nerd was showing in that one. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that, that's actually what, like, this made me want to go replay that game just to see that cutscene. Yeah. Because they actually, like, ca- Cloud's character looks very similar to that. Really? Yeah. At least from what I can remember. Yeah. <sighs> I was just going through YouTube and just I searched Final Fantasy seven ending explained like just and just like I'm, I'm I just added like five or six videos to my watch later. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just tomorrow or Monday when I'm working, I'm just gonna go and I'm just gonna put this on and just nerd out with this. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's such a it's such a like weird thing like the whole I, I love how they added zach stuff to it because it, it's in a game that like don't get me wrong zach is in the original he's mm-hmm. in a i just played through the area where he's in it um but it's not like you're he's not a playable character or anything it's just like he's there and he explains to you why cloud is as messed he's up he's got head a pretty integral part to the story but they yeah. don't introduce him until pretty late so okay. right in the grand scheme of things it makes sense that you should probably hear about him pretty early on, but it's just different. But it yeah. honestly probably makes more sense this way. So, I mean, depending who knows where they'll go with it, but it's probably know, like, a better way to do it. But the whole like part of the cutscene where it's like, like the, the Shinra hit squads there and like Zach's like, Oh, hi guys. <laughs> Basically. And just like pulls out the sword. Him. Right. And he, 
you know, gets injured afterwards. Apparently that's right out of crisis score. Really? Yeah. So, uh, but that's part of the thing is like, if this was like, if we could have spoilers about the rest of the game, then <laughs> there's more about that. I would like to discuss, but we can. Well, hopefully we're right back here in two, two years. years. <laughs> And not three, four, five years. Oh God! I hope. One. I really, really, I really hope so. I mean, hell, if we weren't in the middle of a COVID pandemic or whatever, I might have gotten on a flight and gone down there. But yeah, man. All right. I don't know. That was good. It Any definitely closing? left me wanting more. Well, that's I'm what still I was on say. the fence. I'm on the fence about. I don't want the, the platinum. Oh. Like, I was gonna what say, is the platinum in this one? You have to know. beat it on hard, which is what scares mm. the crap out of me. And everything no I've read way. is like you need to max all your materia and get to level fifty before you even think about trying it on hard. Uh, so, I don't know. And there's no items, right? And you can't use items. Yeah. There's no way. So I don't yeah. know. It's probably not gonna happen. But yeah, it's like screw that. I um I think my character's are level thirty five, thirty six. Thirty five. I think I was um, 33 or 34. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, I'm not like, I don't even know how I want to like, do I go through the whole thing and level? Cause you get what two times AP and three times experience or vice versa. For yeah, yeah. Two of one and three of the other. I don't remember what's what, but so yeah, I mean, you AP. would get there relatively quick, but that's the other thing there other than like the Coliseum, since there's not really like random bad, I don't know where I would go to hang out to just grind. To level I think, up. Like it's, I, I, I don't know where I, you would do that in this game. I think you would do it in the Shinra battle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe either that or the Coliseum. Yeah, right. Just, to, and, just have fight after fight after fight. I guess that's where you do it. But I mean, that's how you <laughs> Final Fantasy. That's how you level up a lot of them. Right. So like just, and that's, that's the other thing. It's like this game is just like, oh, I can see my enemy. Let me go smash him in the face. Like it's like the original is like. Let me walk around and see if something until attacks. I get I a random encounter. Yeah. Happens. yeah, it's like oh, there's a couple of ra- random encounters that you know are going to happen, but it was like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I might actually sit down and, and beat it again, beat the original again. Um, yeah. but I don't know. I've got a backlog of games that I still haven't played. Yeah. Um, oddly yeah. enough, my PS my PS4 queue is empty. <laughs> really. All the games I have that I haven't beaten are on my Xbox. I know there's a couple games Kevin wants me to play on PlayStation. There's but one, well, yeah, you've got them both right now. Death Stranding, um, Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, yeah. I guess I picked the big two. I picked up the Nathan Drake collection because it was free. That was yeah, great. free, why not? Yeah. Eventually, I don't know when. I'll get around to it at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how long I stick with the original. Um, I'm definitely at least going to get through Midgar. I, I want to see that through so I can experience all that and see you need all the to changes. Least, yeah, get through Midgar. See how the game feels, I would how it plays once you leave Midgar and you get the world map and then figure well, out if you still are interested. Yeah, because the nice thing about like the nice thing about the next couple of things that happen after you get out of Midgar are it's backstory for some of your playable characters. Right? Mm-hmm. So like you know, the, yeah, uh, the first thing that happens when you leave Midgar, like the first town you go to, they all sit around. I mean, well, yeah, we're talking about the original. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen in the remake. I don't know. But in the original, yeah, like 
Cloud tells his story, or at least part of it. So you get a lot of backstory like, okay. right, right off the bat after leaving Midgar. So. And then after that, I think you either go to Cosmo Canyon or you go to um, Corel. I think, yeah, you go Cosmo think, Canyon first. You go Calm, which you're in and out of there quick, and then I think Cosmo Canyon right after that. Right, so that's Red 13's backstory, which I think is one of the more interesting mm -hmm. ones. Yeah. And then after that, you go get Barrett's backstory, which is actually, I think, really well done. Yeah. I, Barrett's backstory would be my favorite if it wasn't for Red 13's. Yeah. I don't know. I think you should stick with it. Maybe not beat yeah. the whole game, but... At least see um, what it's like, because it's like a different game once you leave Midgar. Like the battle, right. obviously, the battle mechanics are the same, but just it feels like a different game. So I think you should experience that at least. Yeah, the um, the other thing that's really nice about the original is that there's so many party members too. Like there yeah. are two optional party members, um, one of which has the coolest li limit breaks, but it's most annoying limit break too. Yeah. With uh, Vincent, basically, he turns into a beast. Yeah. of some sort and you can't control him right but he does an obscene amount of damage yeah and he's like a he's a vampire that shoots things it's, he's a really cool character yeah yeah i definitely want to give it a try and just uh, i'll see how far i get but i cannot make any promises because the whole turn-based thing i'm just going to be going limit well, break limit break limit break limit break <laughs> well it's it's not even the thing is like it's not even like I, yes it is well, turn-based but it's not like it's it's not Final Fantasy X, right? Right. Well, it's also, you don't really, it's a great game, but you play it more for the story. So yeah, almost, exactly. You can't just turn on no encounters because then you'll be screwed and you won't be able to beat the game because you won't be leveled up. But just, yeah, you can fly through the battles, like whatever, and just take in the story. Right. Like that's, yeah. that's what I think you'll get more out of. Even if you don't like the gameplay, if you just leave Limit Breaks on, you can just kill everybody without even the, second thought and it's super easy you just really get to experience the story yeah. at that point so i think you should do it i'll be doing so. i'll be doing a lot of that yeah yeah the uh like you don't have to be like me and i i got i <laughs> one playthrough and i wish i still had this memory card um i might still somewhere but i had all the characters up to 99 i had all of their ultimate weapons and i had all of their limit breaks that's my goal for this playthrough but but we'll it was some obscene amount of time like a hundred hours into the game right but Jeez. you're also talking about this is this is in college right yeah. yeah so yeah life is different now yeah yeah it's mean, really different right now but yeah <laughs> well yeah. i mean for me it's actually not that much different because it's like instead of other than i get to work from home but it's like yeah i literally spend i live alone I don't do much, so this isn't much different. <laughs> right. Other than my girl, you know, other than my girlfriend's in New York, and I haven't seen her in two months. Oh god, but, uh, yeah. You know, other than that, it's like I literally just. This is the most social interaction I've had in my apartment in years, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, all right. Is there any any closing thoughts or anything before we wrap it up? I just, I, I just I just love this freaking game. I absolutely yeah, love it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. What Sean, what thing from the original are you most looking forward to seeing in a remake? I was thinking about that. I I so much if they kill off Aerith, I want to see yeah. how that all plays out, even though it's gonna kill me. Um Rocket Town in general. Rocket Town's um, gonna be awesome. Uh the weapon, like 
the Junon weapons, the weapons. Yes. Um, Junon, that is going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. There's so, there's so much. I'm honestly just curious to see how they adapt the open, like the overworld. Like you can't do a overworld like was in that. It'll look ridiculous in this game. So everything's just going to have to be to scale. Like you're just walking around the world, but then that will take forever if you do, you know, so or they do something know. like Final Fantasy 10 where they just yeah, have it's like, just like a menu kind of like you just, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see that's what I'm, I'm the high curious would be to cool. see how they just handle the world going yeah. forward. Um, I think they probably it's probably just not as open and it's probably going to be more linear. I would imagine, I think it has to be. So I'm most curious about that, but as far as just what I want to see, Rocket Town is definitely up there. I, you know, the biggest thing I want to see is the uh, the Cosmo Canyon event that happens. Oh yeah. I want to and see how they do backstory basically. Yeah, how they yeah. do that in high definition graphics. Yeah, that'll be that'll cool. be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. Or uh, the uh, I can't wait. Or like even the like. The reason why Rocket Town is the way it is. Scene. There's a lot of just random cutscenes I just want to see. Right. Or, you know, Junon and the weapon. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot. It's it's like, (laughs) it's already my most anticipated game, and it hasn't even been basically. Formally announced. Like, like, like you know, the only thing I've heard is like, yes, they have started work on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but no crap. Play. I mean, come on now. Yeah, I would yeah. hope started on it. I mean, I yeah. want to play as Red 13. I want to play as Sid. I, want, I really want to see how Sid's character is. But, He's awesome, yeah. Because the thing is, like, they're actually swearing in this game. Yeah, which is like every other, it's like every other sentence. Well, yeah. that's, it, if you if you pay attention to originally, they just, like, bleep it out with, like, special characters, right? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, okay. Right, so like you know, Barrett especially has a foul mouth. Like Sid is worse, but yeah. like Barrett is pretty bad. And it was just like, holy crap! They actually started saying that. I, what is the rating on this game? Like T, which I was really? surprised with all that language. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because my boys were like, "Can we play it?" And originally I was like, "Yeah, of course." And now I'm like, oh, "Can I mute Barrett or something for them?" Like, I mean, it's not. <laughs> I mean, wonder- there's no there's bombs, right? No. I wonder no. if there's a mature so, language filter or something like that. It's probably it's probably no worse than what they already hear daddy say. From from mommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mommy, of course. <laughs> it's always Jess and her potty mouth. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Um hope you guys like listening to this. We don't do a whole lot of spoiler casts here, but this was this was a big one that we definitely thought we wanted to to go into. Um, I'm glad Jason was able to join us um, from, I don't know, 2,000 miles away. I don't know. I don't know. That's about 2,000, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was a lot of fun. Um, we'll be back later this week for the normal podcast. Um, but, yeah, um, it's definitely my game of the year so far. And well, having covered all this, our actual podcast will probably be kind of short. Well, we got a lot of news to go into. But, oh, well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. 
Yeah. It's some good ones though. It's probably good that we got this out of the way then. Yeah. Yeah. On the regular podcast for people that aren't listening to this, I'll just say I beat it. I love it. It's my game of the year. And last of us part two has its work cut out for it. If it actually even comes out this year. So I, I don't think we're going to see that game until next year. <sighs> I think it'll be this year, but I think it's like, I think November. it's a PS5. Like, yeah, I think yeah, I think November, it's PS5. December. I think it's yeah. PS5, which means I'm not going to play it until at least next year. Yeah, because I'm get, I'm probably going to get the Xbox from the get go this year. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, because the they hadn't already announced a Halo game for it, then I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> right. Well, all right. Uh, this has been a fun one. Um, I don't need to do the whole rigmarole because this is kind of a bonus episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jason, thank you for being here. Sean, no problem. Thank you for being here. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.